Hello, and welcome to the Archwellia Podcast. discussing now 2003 to be honest i've actually seen a lot this year but as of like recently to prepare for this there wasn't a lot to watch Uh, i've seen let's see the ones that i've watched was daredevil out of time and what was the other one you you saw the extended version of daredevil okay that one um that last one oh hunted Oh yeah, the hunted. That was not very good. That's I thought it would be better than it was. It wasn't. There was like no character development. Pretty much, I just could not get into that film. I thought it was very poorly done. I was disappointed too because Tommy Lee Jones and Benicio del Toro—they're good. I think it'd be really good. Yeah. You know, I mean, they were fine in their acting, but it's just the story just—it wasn't put together very well. So. Yeah. That was, kind of a disappointment and i wanted to try to watch another one uh between yesterday and today but i was i was i was telling simon i got started on taxes today so it's been one of those days <laughs> i've just been too busy with that well do we want to start off with the box office that's what we usually do okay well number one lord of the rings return of the king i think that was the final Damn it, I just pulled up the box office and it's not the right one. That's again. Uh, I, so, okay. I'm gonna give you the link. Okay. Um, I'll put it in the private chat. So I usually just go by the Wikipedia and, and the list that I usually look at, I think their top it includes worldwide. Oh wait, no, that's not it either. Okay. Oh, that's yeah, one. Yeah, are you guys doing are, are you guys taught is Darturila? Is that I doing Arturo, you doing the uh, domestic or worldwide there? Uh, hi, well, the um, list that we go by is worldwide gross. Well, uh, it's okay. just highest grossing films that I'm looking at. Yeah, and then it says worldwide gross. So there's yeah, like there's a, obviously there's a list here. A list yeah, there's here a whole other one number. that's oh, dedicated to domestic. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's. I think I'm always looking at domestic. I think that's. Yep. Well, you know that actually is pretty interesting to just see what the domestic version looks like. And a lot of times it's very similar, mm-hmm. but not yeah. always. Okay, I, I think I got the right one. I just had to type in worldwide. Yeah, okay. Lord of the Rings, number one. Finding Nemo, number two. Yep. And number yeah, three, the, the Matrix Reloaded. Number four, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Number five, that was Bruce, a fun film. Bruce Almighty. Bruce Almighty. Yeah, yeah, Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Funny. That was the one I was going to suggest you try to watch, but... We didn't have time. The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise, Terminator Three. The Ma- wait a minute, there's two. There were two. Wait, yeah, two they were. Ma- yeah, yeah. They were at least six months apart. The that's only was, one yeah, that's happened I can think of, like two huge movies in one year, like two sequels to a movie. That's X Men. Yeah. Two. Yep. And then Bad Boys Two. A lot of twos and threes. Yeah. yeah. Terminator 3 was so highly anticipated. Well, at least for me, you it was. You saw that in movie theaters that I year. I did. I went to go see that in movie theaters and my brother joined yeah. me. That was when very he... anticipated. Extremely yeah. anticipated. And then it was. I was just not... 
I mean, it wasn't bad, but yeah. it wasn't like the next T2 at all. It yeah. wasn't because I think the map, I remember thinking that when I was watching, I was like, well, this is, you know, it's okay. Um, it felt like a sort of a rehashing of the same storyline, obviously, but mm -hmm. um, I just, I just remember thinking, wow, I, I feel like the magic is gone. I just don't think they can recapture that again. Yeah. And um, that was, I think I went to see it maybe twice in theaters, but like you said, it's not bad, but it's just, it's not T2 and it's not mm -hmm. the Terminator. I just, I don't remember a lot of like, like T2 felt real, like dark end of the world is coming. And I felt like T3 felt more like just a chase. I like, guess it, the originality of it. Well, that's that's probably more. They, they didn't yeah. really add more. It just kind of felt, yeah, like a well, twist at the end. You know that they were like they're they were saying, oh, there's going to be this big twist at the end. I'm like, okay, what what's it going to be? And it was just that. Well, they didn't really stop Judgment Day. It really happened, but John Connor was saved in this bunker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I felt so underwhelmed. I actually really liked the end. Did you like the end? I was expecting the typical. Hollywood. Ending, I mean, but... yeah, like the happily ever after type yeah. event. I mean, I didn't, what I mean is that I was expecting something because you always feel like Judgment Day is looming anyway. So mm -hmm. the fact that you find out, well, it's going to happen, it happens and they can't stop it. They just postponed it. Uh, that wasn't really something that just completely wowed me because I guess yeah. there was sort of always the expectation there. It is also completely against the message of the second movie. Right. No favorite, what we make. Right. That you can't stop fate. Yeah. Basically, with with T three. Yeah, that's true. But the same the same um, formula that they used in T two happened in T three. Uh, he sent back to protect John. Except this time, it was Kate that sent him back, and it ends the same way. He sacrifices himself. I mean, the same thing happened in Dark Fate. He sacrificed himself fighting. Well, that's you what always, I'm saying. The originality like the is not this there. Always happens. Happened in yeah. Terminator Genesis. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like I just stated, the originality was not there. Yeah, it's gone. So mm -hmm. while I have all of the T the Terminator movies that came after T T one and T two, except for Dark Fate, because that doesn't exist. Wait, there was there there was a Dark yeah. No, Fate? I don't. I don't about? even know why I said that. I, I just came. Out I think I think you're talking about the fan. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. they just is good. Eddie yep. Furlong is on cameo. Where? It's a, a site called Cameo, and you just uh, you pay these like sort of B-list stars money, and they send you a little message. So you can maybe like do a little. Oh, it's a website. Watch Sin's Corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've heard of uh, places like that. I I think there's a similar one, but I can't remember the name of it. It's called Cameo. That's mm -hmm. funny. How did you, were you just looking this up just now? Uh, I don't know. How I came across it. <laughs> but it just popped into my head. Here you go. Okay. Well, thank you for the link. I'll check it uh, out. <laughs> That's funny. Fine. Is, is uh, D coming? I sent oh, him the I sent him the uh, invitation, and he and he did confirm that he would be here. Cool. So right. maybe he's just running yeah. a little late. You want the D call? Come on, D. The D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, D's cool. Come on, D. Hop on. There's so much to discuss here. Uh, Glenn, Five or six is a good number, too. Yeah, exactly. 
But you all have better memories. You watch movies beforehand, and I don't have much to say. Well, it was it was always fine when when you were on, Glenn. I think I think the biggest headache for you was the fact that your your internet was was not was always acting up on you. So if you ever want to join another live stream, if you're if you feel like your internet's going to be okay for you, just let me know. I'll invite you to the next. Right here. I like having people here. It's not like we all have to say a whole lot. It's just fun to. Talk about movies. Listen, yeah, and some movies get brought up that even though I've gone through the list, I didn't notice, and then someone um, mentions it, and I'm like, oh, I yeah. Think, I think Hot Howl's Moving Castle, Studio Ghibli, came out this year, I believe. I think. I could be mistaken. Christian Bell's in uh, that It's not coming up. Really? Why yeah. Why do I think it was? Hold on. I'm looking this up. That came out in 2004. That's the next year. Okay. Okay. Why did I think it was 2003? Cool. Oh, well, I think I'm getting Good. confused because it... it what is that? Uh, it doesn't show up on 2003 at all. I, I'm looking forward to seeing that, actually. Later this year. And there's, there is one it's scene where... Bale, yes. Well, yeah, yeah. He, there's one scene where he sounds... He does like that deep voice, like how he would like do... Like the Batman, Batman voice? Yeah. Okay. What about, yeah. uh, I mean, I always get a Derek and Corey. Co Corey was here last time, Corey? Yeah, yeah he was, because he came into town Yeah, Is uh, he for, for his birthday. Well, well, I wrote him. Um, He actually said they just got home, so he probably won't be able to. All right. That's all right. He usually doesn't. He seems to be, I mean, it was just lucky that he was here this past time, so. Well, I wasn't expecting it. I know. It was a total surprise. Yes, it was. <laughs> that was fun. I guess we've already talked about the Lord of the Rings movies. The we have. I mean, yeah. Return but was the final. Um, it was the final movie in this trilogy, which you know I think it ended de decently. Mm -hmm. What else is there to say? If you wanted to, it ended like twenty about... times. I know. Yeah, That's what I was thinking. Because <laughs> yeah. someone was talking about all those endings to Lord of the Rings. It was, I don't know if you guys know, um, but it's interesting, the book actually is a little different. It's kind of different because in the book, um, you know, they, they defeat Sauron, and then there's like a lot of chapters, no, I shouldn't say a lot, but it's more than just like two chapters of closing action and the book's over. There's a decent amount of time where it's like the hobbits go back to the Shire, and then the Shire has been kind of taken over by these sleazy hobbits. And now, like, Frodo and the gang are, like, warrior hobbits. So they, like, put everything to right, and they kind of... And it's kind of... It kind of shows the change in the hobbits. And I feel like that would have been too much... It, which is weird, because they kind of, like... The joke is, like Simon said, they ended it so many times that it just kept going on and on. But it's kind of weird, because in the book, there's actually, like, almost a whole nother, like little story that happens after they defeat Sauron when, like I said, the hobbits go back home. It's kind of cool. So I see why they didn't include it in the movie, but then it's weird that they made it go on and on anyway. No, yeah. Did did those other storylines happen in the book, like what they showed at the end? I believe, yeah, yeah. That was all like them going to the boat and leaving the shot, you know, leaving Middle-earth, that whole thing happened. I was trying yeah, to figure out where were they going. 
Um, they just go, there's like another continent across the sea where it's like mostly elves live there. Like, no, I don't think any humans live there. You got to get like invited by the elves to go live there. It's like, uh, um, but yeah, I love like Glenn's, I love the extended editions too. That I can't, I can't I even watch seen those yet. extended editions. Oh. Like, yeah, I get real into if I'm gonna watch are they like, worth it? I mean, they're because I, I don't like the original. You think, well, I guess I wonder if maybe it's something that the fans appreciate more than Thirsty. You want to add him, Arturo? Yeah, I got him. Hello. Hey, hey. How you doing? I'm good. Sorry about that. I was having, having a few connectivity issues, but. I'm oh, good. okay. Yeah, no problem. What's, uh, I'm, 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 I'm a tech, I'm a tech uh, nerd when it comes to internet speed. What's your speed? Oh, uh, well, you're going to have to help me figure out how I. <laughs> Oh, okay. You go to speedtest.net to like you can, it'll tell you what your upload, your download, and your upload speed is. I always ask, like, because obviously, um, when it comes to live streaming, your upload speed is important, but most people have really good download speeds, not upload speed. So, yeah, buffer bloke can also play into that. Yeah, we were just, um, talking about Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, yeah. We talking about the extended edition. We we actually, we just have the, sta I guess, the standard It's the standard. Ones. I decided I wasn't interested in the extended because I like the standard well enough, but I'm not, I, I think if I was a really big Tolkien fan, I probably mm -hmm. would be really pumped about the extended edition, but I just, I don't know. I just feel like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Not it's a lot. I mean, it's like, it's not like 20 minutes. It's like an hour. An hour, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, like uh, they were already long. <laughs> like Justice League, like uh, Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Uh, that was four long. hour. Yeah, that was four hours. I loved every minute of it. <laughs> I know you did. It, <laughs> yes. That movie just, it, that version was just so better. Oh my yeah. goodness, so much it's better. Not like it's, it's not been like a that. year. Not, yeah. not like that. Yeah, well, because obviously there was a completely different situation. Right. Yeah. 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 For sure. But, I love uh, it. Just more hobbits and stuff. <laughs> if you like it, then it's just more of what you like. Disney what happened to? Little... Sorry, Arturo. Uh, I was just gonna say. So Disney had a light and a dark film uh, films this year. So Finding Nemo would be the yeah. more light one, and then Pirates of the Caribbean is the more darker one. A yeah, little darker, you, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't I would, think of it as dark, but it, compared to it, most it, Disney movies, it's darker. It's, it, it's a, the it's surprising part about Pirates is that, uh, you know, it got the PG-13 rating, and it's got some, you know, I would say a little bit disturbing stuff, the killing and stuff for mm -hmm. a Disney well, movie. The skeletons and the... Skeleton, but but, you know, know, them killing people, it's... That's... Man, we mentioned the sequels. There's only three non-sequels in the top ten, and two of them got friend. Two of them got sequels. So the only movie in the top ten that that never had a sequel or was a sequel is the Last Samurai, which is like I feel like we're it talking. It was a about sequel. Bruce Almighty. Bruce, Bruce Almighty sequel. Evan Almighty. Yeah. Yeah, but, but everything there is a sequel. I just realized. Well, Bruce Almighty oh, is a prequel. Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. What was the one. sequel to? What was Last Samurai connected to? No, I say that's the only one. That's oh, known. oh, okay, okay. Well, um, if you count back in the '90s, it was a lot more like this is just a movie, and now it's like right. everything's a part of a franchise. Yeah, yeah well, because they're looking not, for those big blockbustery. Well, 
Sort of, well, yeah. this was no. the first Pirates movie that came out, and Finding Nemo as well. They well, were, that's true. I guess four, but there, yeah, you're right. But everything else is like sequels and a threequel. I yeah. think I think what he was meaning to also to kind of connect was this was just the fact that it was something that was part of. But yeah, the even the originals movies. became franchise, mm-hmm. except mm-hmm. for the Last Samurai. So yeah, yeah, it's like. From I don't know the '90s to this is the de- the decade the corporate franchises really mm-hmm. take over the box office. Yeah, yeah, I feel like. Oh sure. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, then X Men Two was also really good. I think I've only seen that movie once. That was better than the first one. Yeah, I, 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 oh no, Colin! Don't you dare! <laughs> don't you dare! What? Don't you shake your head? What? You... I mean, it's not bad. I like. I've watched it a few times. I've seen Stop it more than once. I, the Nightcrawler scene is amazing. Yeah. Opening scene, and it's yep. not bad, but it just like growing up with the cartoons. I feel like I just imagine X Men movies to be better than they ended up. Like I felt like the worst part about X Two is the villain, like. Striker was just a shitty villain. I, did, I felt like I need a good villain for them, and I mean, Magneto didn't really do it for me. And that was kind of half on their team. Half. The and real I, villain was Intolerance. <laughs> I wanted symbols because that's what X Men was, was kind of like fundamentally about. Right. It was, yeah, and so I mean, it did stick with that. It was core to you know a lot of the X Men. <laughs> ethos or whatever i just got me new jackman i couldn't get into it i don't know well not for everybody i was happy with it i like the cartoons but i was happy with the movies honestly though having said that i still think x1 and x2 are probably maybe even the third one in a weird different way like the ones that came after i started getting worse almost although first class okay the first four like first class all better than the next four i guess they started getting really bad. Is what I like the Wolverine. wasn't I, I like the Wolverine movie, the one that's not Origins, but the one where he's like in Japan. In Japan, yeah, that one. And then I liked you know Days of Future Past. Those were like my favorite. I actually did like Days of Future Past a lot because it's like time travel, forward. and I like time travel. Oh stuff no, I could no. <laughs> oh, You gotta go in the corner right now. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Don't make him feel bad. I can't I wait for the. Bad. X-Men 97, though, I am excited for that. Yeah, I, was, I, am too. I was re-watching some of the old animated series on Disney Plus to kind of, like, get me hyped up again. Yeah, oh, I, I'm, on, looking, I I'm still an X-Men fan. Oh, yeah, that's a new... These, okay, yeah. I've got I all these X-Men comic books that my uncles have that I just need to go through and read because they look so good. Their art styles are really good. X-Men comic books? Yeah, from, like, the 90s to the 2000s. And That's some awesome. of the yeah, that was my time. earlier, yeah, the comics that I had given to my brothers and they destroyed them. <laughs> I, I rebought some of the issues. I think they might be up there too. I'm actually, well, yeah, I'm going through the right now. I'm actually organizing them from the 2000s to the 90s, just to keep, oh, okay. you know, the decades There's probably separate. Some, some from the 80s in there. Yeah, there, well. there are. But maybe 70s. Yeah, I really want to go through at some point when I finish organizing. Yeah, that was my Um, entertainment when I was a kid. I loved comics. I didn't have a TV. And so I I remember one night I was like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. I was a little kid. And then I'm going to wake up at midnight and then I'm going to read this comic and then this one. And then this was like, it was like my TV programming. (laughs) I'm assuming Blade 3 came out in, okay, it's 04. 
Oh, I was, yeah, I was going to say, I didn't think Blade 3 was out this year. So we've kind of rushed bad, through. Bad the, Boys 2. Uh, bad Boys yeah. 2. Um, a very crazy sequel. <laughs> My brother gets so tickled about the rat scene. <laughs> oh, I know I <laughs> saw the, rat, once. the rats like Martin Lawrence. Mar is Martin Lawrence, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Martin Lawrence. And he's like looking, he's like looking, maybe it's like a little attic or something. He's looking up. Yeah. There. yeah. <laughs> that scene. Oh my gosh. That's not like that's how. Such that terrible how animatronics of rats. And they do not look like that. <laughs> yeah, they do not. Exactly. That's funny. That's and we've had rats, we know. <laughs> yeah, well. We haven't seen them mate, but we've seen the females will hump each other Dominate. just like dogs will do with each other. Dominate. Yeah, they do. And, you know, the funniest thing, it's like in fast forward, it looks like it's fast forward. It's, uh -huh. it's the funniest looking thing. What? They, wait, what? When they dominate? When they, Yeah, when they try to dominate each other. Their ears vibrate. Yeah, their ears vibrate. They, It's fine. Okay, all right. We're, we're getting off topic. Let's um, and Bruce Almighty, and it's funny because you watched Liar Liar. Yeah, mom, yesterday with my mom. Oh, we watched it again. Carrie movie. Mom had never seen it. Uh, really? we're, tr we're trying to, yeah, we're trying to. Um, so on Sundays, that's like a day I spend with my mom. I, re I live right next door to them, but I'm busy nice. all the other days. So I spend the day with them, and we had been watching Bosch on Amazon Prime, and now we're done with that. So we're before the next season comes out on IMDb TV. We're trying to think of some things to watch in between. And so Liar Liar was what we watched yesterday. And I'm I had suggested to see the MCU. She's not gonna watch the MCU films. She does not like movies <laughs> the like best that. Experience ever. <laughs> she needs to broaden her horizons a bit more. But I mean you're, she, you've never she was seen... the one that got you into Terminator. Yes, she was. She and cool. she and my dad. But you never saw Bruce Almighty. No. And I was going to say that I actually like the sequel to this better than than this one. I know, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah. I think I even uh, saw the sequel. I, I didn't, wasn't a big fan of Bruce Almighty. It felt a little bit too, too safe for a Jim Carrey movie. Yeah. That's all I remember. I just remember that scene where, um, like, I remember Morgan Freeman. Was it Mor yeah, Morgan Freeman? He played God. Yeah. Right? And. Yes. Then there was a, he gave him the power, and then there was that one scene where what's that guy's name that played in the sequel? Steve Carell. Is that? Yeah. He yeah. Played yeah. Like, what, a news reporter or something, and yeah, Jim Carrey he did something to where him. he was making him do weird things during a broadcast. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of the funniest. <laughs> that was one of the funniest scenes in a movie. <laughs> and then I saw something else like. Uh, I thought maybe it was like a cut, like uh, it wasn't even added in the, in the theater, the theoretical. It's how do you say the theatrical theatrical yeah. release, where where he ends up uh, getting caught on fire or something. It was crazy. Oh yes, yeah. so Bubba Hotep. Oh yeah, Bubba. This, this, this is a good. Or no, O two, was it? No, it was O three. Oh, it was that this was... year. Yeah, Arturo watched it for for this for that this uh, was, year's. Uh, I like that this movie. live stream. That yeah, I found it both different. I found it both depressing slash hilarious. Because <laughs> you know, we're all because he was someday, like an old someday, and then yes. and then you yeah, 
you have Elvis, and then you have this other guy that thinks he's John F. Kennedy. Yeah, fight a mummy. <laughs> the the part where Elvis is going down the hill and with his walker, and <laughs> I don't know, it's terrible to laugh at it, but I was laughing at it because <laughs> he was having trouble going down that hill. Have you seen it, Dee? Which one is it? I'm making sure. Bubba, Bubba Hotel. I feel like I rem I feel like I remember that, but it's obviously been a while. Like I, the name rings a bell, but I clearly need to go back and watch it. Oh, yeah, Bruce Campbell's awesome. It's 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 funny. Uh, I've seen it. I think maybe three times now, and uh, I had known about it for years, but I actually stayed away because it was Bruce Campbell because he doesn't really do much at all for me. Really, the director? I know, I know. I heard yeah. something <gasps> cast. Maybe no, the director? Yeah. Or no, the actor, the guy who plays Elvis. Oh, really? Yeah, he just, he says, a lot of people really Wait, love him, a, and he gets funny, he a, but he just doesn't, I don't know. But I watched You need to watch Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yeah, is that the show, right? It is, yeah. Yeah. I've seen yes. the Evil well, Dead, admit, but I don't think pretty, I've seen him in order. He was pretty good as Elvis in the he movie. Was. Especially when yeah. he was going down the hill. That was funny. <laughs> but also, you know, like the, the, the uh, you know, the, the hero walk. Is there fate oh, going yeah, off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he, and like the, the John F. Kennedy guy, he's in his little wheelchair, his me mechanized wheelchair. You know, <laughs> and Bubba Hotep, or Bubba Hotep, Elvis, the, he's in his walker. <laughs> it's just funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was like fun. These old, uh, these old people trying to fight a mummy. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, then, they, then, oh, we can't give too many spoilers in case D hasn't really seen it. Yeah. Don't want to say too much. Then, then the old guy, away. the other old guy with the gut, like the toy guns, thinks he's a. Yeah, he thought he was the Lone Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a fun movie. Um, Final Destiny two came out this year. Oh, I Final Destination. Final Destiny. I never saw that. I have but never I knew seen that's any turn into movie. a big. That's like, are those movies still going on? No, um, they no. they're done. Oh, okay. All I right. think they're doing a new one. They haven't brought it back yet. You think they're doing a new one? Uh -huh. It's like they reboot everything, so it's hard oh, to think that they won't yeah, try to right. do right. Even if they don't need to. <laughs> yeah. Everything's got to be a reboot. Stop it. Um, there was uh, the Jackie uh, Chan movie. Shanghai Nights, right? Nights. But isn't that like a yeah. sequel? Yeah, I feel like it was good, but for some reason it didn't have that amazingness that I loved about the... I don't know why. It was still good. But it didn't, first one? didn't live up to Shanghai Noon for me. Yeah. I heard that. I don't even... You know, I don't even remember the the concept. I don't remember the story at all. It was funny and Final action, but I don't think Noon was just better. I don't know why. Yeah, Final Destination 6 is coming to HBO Max, directed by John Watts of Spider-Man <laughs> The Way Home. Okay, are you going to add him, Arturo, or should oh, I? There we go. <laughs> Hi. This Hello. is my brother. I don't know if I don't know if D has met. Yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We met. Yeah. Before. You yeah. guys were on the horror, um, the horror discussion. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. We, we were talking about 2003 films, and cool. we we've gone through the top ten, and we're just talking about different films. I was actually now. about ready to talk about Daredevil. The extended version. Well, yeah. <laughs> you liked it when you went to go see it at first in, in the theater. It, it was one. Of, it's one of those movies where you're watching the theater and you're like, "Oh, this is cool," and then all of a sudden, the longer you think about it, you're like, "Man, that was really kind of 
terrible. <laughs> I, I don't know if that ever happens to anybody else, but sometimes. I mean, no, I, it does. I yeah. recently watched it for the first time. I actually thought it was pretty decent. Yeah, I don't time. hate it. I don't think it's awful. I, okay. I, I want you to this. rewatch the uh, Electra him fighting her on the playground. On the I know, I know. Watch oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. cheesy. I know. That was a little, yeah, that it's was a cheesy. cheesy. But I still but, didn't hate it, and I, I do like the extended version. You I know what? Um, I mentioned this better. to Sin, but they use those uh, those uh, songs in the funeral scenes. Yeah, the and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I wish they would use music like that in uh, like the newer Marvel movies. They just have a bigger impact on the whole scene. <laughs> is this Amara? Yes, it is. Hello, Amara. <laughs> For some reason, she's she's, like, she's she's put on her swim like uh her swim gear. I was wondering she, she looked she, like she was like she's wearing a swim. I don't know why she put it on. It's, it's raining out here. <laughs> they do weird things. Yes, yes, they do. Your children. And by the way, hello, Simon. Hey, I think he's, he's on here. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Don't know your name. Yeah, Turd this Ferguson. <laughs> but yeah, what I was good to see you again, you my friend. I, I really liked your uh, your review of uh, the outfit. That was pretty cool. Looking forward to seeing what? that. D's. The, yeah, the yeah. outfit. Is that what it was? The outfit. Oh me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw your review. Oh, like thank that. you. I appreciate Look, it. Yeah, yeah, I, I was the one talking about. Uh, I was the somebody commenting on your your video about um, Graham Moore because I'd read his books. Oh, okay. So that was you. That Wait. was me. Wait, oh, cool. you know, okay, so that's the author. Yes. Because yes. okay, because I saw his name, mm -hmm. and and I thought that he was somebody older, but then I was like, there's this other guy that's written these books that I've I've listened to, and I was like, this name, but for some reason I did not make the connection that that was him. No wonder the movie was so good. Yeah, the the whole that was a pretty good book, and also I really liked the Sherlockian. I remember I wrote, I read that maybe like eight years ago or something like that on a trip to Costa Rica or somewhere, wherever we went. It was a good book. Huh. Yeah, The Outfit's a really good film. If you guys, uh, well, you'll probably check it out at some point, Tim. Uh, yeah. Colin, Simon, uh, it's it's really well like done. Ryan Reynolds movie? No, it's, um, it's I don't remember the main actor, D. Oh, Mark Wiley. Yeah. It takes place in just like this tailor shop. The whole story. I think it'd be a perfect play because oh, yeah. it's just one location, but it's so well done, and it it does get kind of tenseful at times. Oh, um, what I wanted to, I like to say about Daredevil is the guy in there, his uh, friend. It's kind of funny how the, how it. <laughs> yeah, he would be in. There oh yeah, he was foggy. Later, yeah, yep. he would end up like years later directing the first MCU movie. The star yeah. oh, it was what's his face? I played him. John Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau. Yeah. He was his friend, the the funny Foggy. sidekick type friend. Yeah. <laughs> I like Foggy yeah. in the uh, uh, Netflix version. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, I remember now who plays him. Blonde guy. Can't remember. I, his I name. remember him. You know, I never finished the Daredevil series because stinking Disney. Oh. Took it out of Netflix. You yeah. know what really aggravated me about that was because those shows were Netflix originals. So I just kind yeah. of had the idea that they were always going to be on Netflix. Yeah. And so it, it would always be safe. They would be there. Yeah. And then they go, 
I was so because I was taking my time with them. Oh, I was so mad. But isn't is it the Daredevil still there on Netflix? No, they took all of those no, off. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Oh, they took it's like a it section was... where it's supposed to be a little more mature, just you know how Disney is. And it's kind of funny because Disney usually doesn't go with that those type of. Yeah, it's some shows. pretty intense material. Yeah. So it's obviously going to be sectioned away from the regular stuff. I mean, watching watching the Ben Affleck Daredevil makes me want to watch it, but now it's on Disney. Maybe we can find the DVDs. They did have some DVDs on sale on Amazon, but I don't know how long that will last. Oh, I want to talk about Out of Time with Denzel Washington. That, yeah. To be honest, I ha for some reason I found that movie funny, just because yeah, he's, of the, he's the laughing. He's laughing at but poor Denzel gets in he's in so much trouble in this movie. And I remember the well, first time I, mean, I saw he, it. He had it coming. Well, not I mean sort of, sort of. He did something he shouldn't have done, but I remember being extremely stressed for him. But Arturo, yeah. he's chuckling the whole time, you know, like <laughs> Denzel's messing with the phone records and deleting the numbers and doing this and that. And he's no, like no, just I... the nick of time sort of thing, saving himself. That was um that was the one where he was uh, like the Miami cop, right? Yeah. He was like, it was like some small town in Miami, Maybe in the Keys. I don't remember. It was yeah, I, I, I like that movie. That's, That's a good one. one. Yeah, that was that. good. I'd yeah, Man on Fire how... was probably one of my favorite Denzel. And that, that's the next year. And Deja Vu. Uh, probably my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I, I That's my favorite that. Denzel film. The Tony Scott yeah. ones. Yes, yes. Tony, Tony Scott. Scott. That's he right. He was in un Unstoppable. Not um, the one about the train. Yes. Yeah. With Chris Pine. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he the guy in the control area? He was, yeah, in the same uh, control room with the And other Chris guy. Pine was on the train? Because, I mean, it's been a long time since I saw that movie. Since 2010? Yeah. It's Christmas been a long time. Day. That's right. I remember that. Christmas Day, that's right. <laughs> yep. I was so, stressed yeah. with that company fight. You were, say what now? I was stressed out with that balcony fight and out of time. <gasps> right. I was, oh yeah. Cool. I was like, holy. And I kept thinking because you know I'd forgotten most of everything. Right. About the movie, I just remember he was in trouble. He'd done some shady stuff, but he wasn't bad. But he was mm -hmm. in trouble, and I didn't remember how it ended. I didn't remember, you know, and that balcony scene. You're right. That's extremely tenseful. I, I was thinking, why does he just like? Jump to another balcony. He's right there. <laughs> That's what I was thinking at first. I was like, well, yeah, you could, but it, then I put my, you know, my perspective in his viewpoint. Well, you kind of don't want to risk it because you're yeah, in a place you where you miss. fall, and if yeah. you jump, who's to say? Like, if you put yourself in that position, you could probably feel how how it is if you try to jump and then might miss. So, no, I could kind of understand. Yeah, well, I guess I was expecting him to do the typical, you know, what happens in movies, you know. Mm -hmm. thing. I, I was expecting it to go that way, and it didn't. But yeah, it was really good, and um, it's so funny because Eva Mendez was in there with him again. Yeah. <laughs> like she was she with him in a training, training day. day. Yeah, and I think for a while I used to mix those two movies up because I would see I would see images from them, and I thought they were the same movie because she would be involved, and but and I didn't realize they were two separate stories. Right, but. Yeah, that was that was a really good film. I actually really liked that movie. Then I was going to ask you, do you remember Mark Rylance from Ready Player One? 
No, I saw his that he was in there, but I forgot completely who he was. I've only seen that movie once. Who was he? The guy who created the game, the one who appeared oh. at the very end. Yeah, Wizard. that's who. He was. Oh, okay. Well, Did you watch he had. A... No, I haven't seen that. Is he in there too? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Memorably annoying. Oh, like is he? Steve Jobs type kind of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I I haven't seen that, but I I guess this was the first movie that I actually paid attention to him, um, and I'm I'm sure I've probably seen him. And while well, I saw him in Ready Player One, just his face didn't stick with me. But he was so good in the outfit. He was such a sweet little. I mean, a doll. Yeah, <laughs> the looks on his face and the way he would hold his body, you know, like his body language. He was just he was really good in there. I was so impressed. Oh yeah, we're jumping way ahead of 2003. Um, yeah, I saw them right now. <laughs> no, it's like 2022. No, no, I mean, no, we're talking about Ready Player One. I was like, we jumped to 2017 or 18, and then on forward. <laughs> That's not time travel talk- too far Terminator. just yet. What? What's that, D? You guys already talked about Terminator Three. Yeah, yeah it's horrible. No. <laughs> <Really>. <laughs> oh, it, it. We did talk about it. We talked about the, the anticipation the ring, for folks. it. Do you want to say something about it, D? We were talking about how there was a huge anticipation for it, but it just like the magic didn't feel like the magic was there like it had been for the other two films. Yeah, see, I want to know your thoughts because I know I know Terminator is your your franchise. So like, yes. what, like generally, like how did you feel? And I'm and I'm wondering like, do you does it work as a movie outside of one and two, or because one and two kind of set the precedent, does that make it worse? <laughs> Um, well, like Colin and I were saying, it was a decent enough movie, decent action movie, kind of like Dark Fate was a decent action movie, right. but but Dark Fate was like the worst Terminator movie ever. It was just so, so bad to me. Is it worse but than Genesis? I like Genesis more than Dark Fate. I think what aggravated me about Dark Fate was the potential, and they just threw it all down the toilet. That's how mm-hmm. I felt. I felt insulted as a fan, and I was just, I was pissed when the movie was over. I was, I was, I was so mad. <laughs> I was a little kind in my review, but it's like the more it goes on, the more angry Wait, I get so about it. You, but what are you talking free. about? Oh uh, yeah, no, about? it doesn't exist. That doesn't yeah, exist. There, I never but, heard of a dark state. What are you talking about? I, there was a lot of anticipation for Terminator 3. And I remember being really, really excited about it. And there had been talk for years that there were that there was going to be a female Terminator. <clears throat> and of course they they picked one. There had been different like like China, the female wrestler, she was supposed to maybe be a Terminator. I can't remember if Corey Everson's name was thrown around, you know, like big, hmm. tough women. And then they choose, you know, who they chose. And it doesn't matter because she doesn't have to look like a big, huge muscle person. But she, she I don't know. She she did all right. The movie was okay. It was enjoyable enough. I was really excited to see it. and But I think after I thought about it more, the less I liked it, um, I don't hate it, but it's just it's hard to match the first and, two. I just don't yeah. think it can be done. I mentioned also that the originality wasn't there anymore. Yeah, it's kind a of formula. using the same sort of material again. Yeah, I happen to be uh, lucky enough to get a, a one of those, you know, a black curtain screening of it uh, before it was released. That because I was you out. did. I totally forgot you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was. I was did you tell me tell me that? Yeah, I told you, and I told you it was a horrible movie. <laughs> I don't yeah. remember you telling me it was a horrible movie. Yeah, because everybody was so excited when we got into the theater. And yeah, the movie starts going, and then as it's going on, I'm just like, 
it's one of those movies where as it's going on, it's like <sighs> sighing here and there. Like, eh, eh. <laughs> and the only thing that I really, really liked about it was, to be honest, was the end. That was the only thing that really, really was good because it, it really wrapped out how he survived. And it's like, oh, OK, I, I can get on board with this, um, that that's the reason he survived. Uh, I think the other thing that um, that I liked about it was, I don't know, maybe that was only an hour and 45 minutes long. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Was it really that? Yeah. No, I don't remember. It, just saying, it was I, I got I got long. out of there sooner than later. Um, <laughs> No, um, but but then when they made the the TV show, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, that was I, so good. I, I liked more how it, it the the rationale in which he survived that mm -hmm. rather rather than uh, the other way around. But yeah, that that yeah. that show was actually surprisingly good. I did not expect to like it as much as I did. I didn't think Lena Headey would be able to pull it off. If that's even how you say her name, I always say Heady, but I don't know if it's Heady, whatever. She seems like a pretty uh, good um, actress. I she, call her Cersei all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was she wasn't Cersei all the time. She was other people first, but that was a really good show. I I was just I remember being like excited for every episode, and I started off thinking I wouldn't enjoy it, and then it completely won me over, and I was so bummed when the second season ended. I mean, and, and they they canceled it at you know, after the second season. Yeah, and I remember they yeah. had the writer's strike and all that stuff going on. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, The Room. Yes. Oh, gosh. I did not hear her. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to watch that movie. <laughs> we need, I do want to watch The Disaster Artist. Oh, I love The Disaster Artist. That was actually oh, hi, Mark. I heard it's really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Okay. I've never seen tearing me apart, Lisa. I've just seen clips. Yeah, I think <laughs> and that's bad enough. Yeah, I feel like I'm, it'd be torture to watch nine minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think you need to yeah. get drunk to watch that movie. The movie should really be called Cringe, the movie. Because <laughs> yeah. it's 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 really bad. The Do portions I've seen. This statement? Uh, I was actually going to address it, and I was going to say that, yes, I, I do agree with that statement it didn't yeah. it didn't obliterate the terminator franchise for me crystal skull was just oh it wasn't great it's so cringy bad mm. it was just and that's another wasted potential you know they brought back the, the uh, marion yeah movie it's like yeah. what and then it's like aliens not... and yeah. uh, it, it really lost me it lost me when it when shia was uh swinging on the swinging vine yeah. so I, like a... I was just like whoa <laughs> they went there and then I, and, then, and then what happened was is i kept going this is the guy that the directed saving private ryan and then it was like this is the guy that directed jaws this is the guy i mean that was like kept i was going through his whole filmography going this you is like that guy that this, i can't believe this is yeah. blowing my mind it's, it's bad yeah. i mean he's had cocaine some is a hell of a drug you know <laughs> what, what was what, that simon what's that time cocaine is a hell of a drug uh, yes yeah. it is <laughs> But didn't he already have like pros and cons even before that? I mean, he's had some some misses, but he's generally been a pretty solid storyteller. Um, I oh, was gonna say oh the animatrix. The animatrix came out. I never saw oh, that. original. Oh, the, oh, the animatrix. The yeah, animatrix. I mean, yeah, I enjoy that one. Yeah, That's I heard it's some of those sequels really. We didn't yeah. talk about the Matrix either. Matrix movie. Both no, of them. No, we yeah. haven't. Was animated well, also 03? 
It, mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe so. That I was like so. a year for Matrix. Animatrix was really good. I think Animatrix is better than the third movie. It is. Yeah. It's, um, what is it? Uh, it's uh, different stories. It's like 10 short stories. Yeah. Some are more interesting than others, different. but they're all pretty good. How long is? Different. How long are they? It's like a 90-minute movie, so, you know, like... Oh, so they're real stories. stories. Okay. Yeah. It's really good. I know if we're going to talk about good. The Matrix much or if anyone wants to. I would, I'll talk about The Matrix. <laughs> you have the floor, Colin. <laughs> or, or City of God. City of God or The Matrix. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to watch that scene, Colin. Oh, well. But I, I, I would try to check it out. what I'm talking about. But the, is it, you guys have seen The Matrix Reloaded, everyone? Is it the multiple agents? Um, I... No, that scene, was, that scene actually was bad the freeway. at the time. No, yes. the, the freeway, and when it starts with Neo fighting with weapons, and then it turns into the freeway, Sam, I don't think I'm going to mute you, Tim. As good as it gets for, for me, for my interests. And I, I watched it just the other day when I looked to find it, and I was just like, still to this day, it's as good as it gets. It's so good. There's really good martial arts and weapon fighting there's car chase there's just really badass imagery and slow motion it's a like a pumping soundtrack and intense uh story and it like oh man it's i saw it in the theater like three times i just kept going oh, back. wow and the this is the second one good, but yeah the second one and it's kind of like i can't separate that scene from the rest of the movie the rest of the movie has some good other good action although like the the multiple agent scene even then it looked bad because there's a lot of cg neo cg looked bad even then and uh but there's other good action and the story i mean it's all it's just writing the first movie's coattails on in terms of story it doesn't really yeah but the first one was like as good as it gets for story. So it, it's, second one just had a weird structure. It was very mm-hmm. start stop. There was like an action scene and then the long exposition scene. And then an action scene, yep. long exposition. It was weird. Mm-hmm. I kind of yeah. like the weirdness and it. It's all about the action and the, the coolness and the vibe. Although there are some, yeah, a few bad scenes. And then so I yeah I put the, I ranked that really highly. And then the third movie, I, I think the third movie sucked. Yeah, I remember a lot of people were not happy at all. <laughs> not happy at all about that. Like they made took all the good stuff from the Matrix away. And... Yeah, That's it. I didn't. They made even... the, the Matrix and the Matrix and the Matrix, and it was just it kept going. Yeah, yeah, yeah it got like, real CGI heavy. It, like all the fighting in the underground was just like boring to me. It was all CG. I don't know. Colin, did you know that they built that um that highway? Oh yeah, I knew yeah. back then. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I was. Yeah. Paying, My I was part of that is when Trinity uh rides backwards on the highway on the into road. traffic. Yeah, and like my favorite parts. Yeah, yeah, it's so so good, so good. On a Ducati nine nine six. In the way. On a Ducati nine nine six. Yes, I'm a Ducati on a fan. Ducati. She was a, she was on Ducati. Nice. I don't know the names. Yeah. Oh, was that a, oh, a motorcycle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's okay. so cool, like the agents are like popping into cars because they can just, you know, an agent can take over anybody. So it'll just like, you'll see a human driving and then the next shot, an agent's in the body shooting at them. So it's just, it's so intense. And I always forget in the back of my mind while I'm watching that, those Matrix movies, I always think it's cool. Like 
usually the heroes of the movies are the heroes kind of to everyone in the real world or whatever in the movie world but in the matrix like how do i say in the version of the matrix neo and all them are terrorists so all that's you know they're like in the matrix all the cops and all the people that live there they see morpheus and neo and trinity as terrorists so they're like Mm -hmm. the cops gotta get these crazy people blowing stuff up on the streets but we're like no they're trying to save i think it's kind of cool how they're not like it's you don't really think about it it's in the back of your head though that like they're not no one sees them as heroes but us the audience in their world in the matrix they're these crazy terrorists right which is understandable from their perspective right right yeah right and that was that that was uh when they introduced like the merovingian and also the twins right yeah 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 yeah. that stuff was pretty cool yeah Yeah, i thought that 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 part of the the story was was what made that one have a little bit more substance to it right Mm -hmm. and then they just kind of the third movie came out and it was like yeah don't worry about that anymore yeah, <laughs> like like they, they, they literally they, they brushed all of that under the under the uh, the carpet except for the architect. That was it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like the third one was just one big long dissertation, and even the final scene with um with Neo and Agent Smith, it just went on and on and on and yes. on. Yes. I was just like, okay. Waiting for it to end. It wasn't exciting. Yeah. At all. Mm. I think it's I think it's really evident that they did not really plan to make sequels and the matrix blew up and the studio was like make sequels and they're like all right and they like they went all in on the action mm-hmm. of the second one they really upped it and it was awesome for some of that but they didn't have the story and they, yeah, they, they, they couldn't fill four they couldn't fill four uh, hours yeah it felt like the wachowski brothers were interested in the philosophy of everything and the studio wanted all the action scenes yes because yeah. all the time was like huge back then yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I remember that was a big deal when the first movie came out, and how people were the just Matrix. going crazy about it. Speaking of the Matrix, Tim, mom, mom says she wants to see the Matrix. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know why she wants to see this? The only reason why she wants to see it because she keeps hearing talk about the red pill and the blue pill. Uh, oh. the Matrix. I'm like, mom, it's not about politics and stuff. It's, oh, it's no. you won't like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't mind watching it with you, but I think she like would it. like. I, I would actually think she would enjoy uh, Equilibrium more. Actually, like Maybe that I love better. Equilibrium. I like Equilibrium better than the Matrix. I was, I, I like Matrix, okay, but I was never super in love with it. Yeah, I like think. it's, it's kind of like right. Lord of the Rings. I, I like it. I'm just not overly into it. You know. Yeah, it's kind of how I feel about it. I wonder if that political symbolism was intended. Is intended with the pills. <laughs> I don't feel like for the movie, I don't feel like it it was I I didn't get the sense it was political in nature. I feel like over the years the politics went and grabbed that those references and yeah, you know, used them. I I just didn't get the sense that was something that came from the movies themselves as far as Oh um there's another another Marvel movie that actually came out this year. X Men what about X Men two? Did you guys talk about that? Yeah, a little bit. We talked about that one. Yeah, the first in, the first scene of that, I remember watching that in the theater as well. That was right after basic training. Um, the Nightcrawler scene in the White House, I was so good. Yeah, I yeah. was so happy with that. <laughs> I remember, I remember, I, I I went to the theater and you know we didn't really have a lot of like time off in the military. It was the basic training all the time? But I went out the one weekend and I saw it and I was like, whoa, that was pretty awesome. The next week I went out and watched it again. 
Yeah. Just just for that one scene. It was, yeah, it was, it was really so well good. Done. Yeah. And that stuff, when you see that stuff, it's almost like, did the people making this not see how cool that was? Because I feel like <laughs> the rest of the movie didn't come close to, yeah. like, why didn't they use them again? Or, like, don't, if they can do that for five minutes, can't they do it again for five minutes Some at some point? Mm-hmm. In the movie? Like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I always wonder. It's like when albums come out and they're like, this one hit song and then, like, nine other songs. Like, just make an album with ten hit songs. You can make I, one, make Make, wait till you get 10. I don't know. But uh, has anybody here seen The Hawk? The yeah, first? Angley. Angley version. The one started the off good. Dogs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, started off good, and it was just like, oh my gosh, at the end. Hey, uh, what so, uh, the heck? <laughs> Black Curtain screening for that one, too. Oh, you oh, lucky nice. thing. Yeah, <laughs> you haven't well, had good luck with those I, Black Curtain screenings. No, you know, <laughs> you know, after, after I had seen the, I think, the second one was the might have been um i can't remember which one was first but i think it was the terminated one that came out second i didn't i didn't see another one there i was like i'm good <laughs> yeah but the the hulk movie i was i really liked it up until like and until pretty much the end. He, he changes and that was cool the first time and then then it was like the introduction of these dogs and i kept going like what is happening huh. And and I know Ang was really really trying to do some comic book s stuff with his camera stuff, but it was more distracting than it was uh, kind of immersing you. It was pulling it pulled me out every time the camera was moving. But the one thing I was happy with was the um, the cast picks they picked for the uh, the younger General Ross, which is Sam Elliott, and the younger um, oh my goodness gracious, what's his dad's name? Forgetting his dad's name. They both were really really good like facial representations Wait, of their younger selves. Was Nick Nolte? Yeah, Nick, Nick. yeah, Nick Nolte. Yeah, the young Nick Nolte and then the young Sam Elliott. They were really really well cast. They looked like they could have been their younger selves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought it was good up until like when the final battle happened. I was just like I was I had mentally checked out. I liked it up until, but then that happened and it just kind of ruined the whole movie for me. That's well, a good so, thing I didn't bother to watch it. <laughs> so you liked him jumping through the desert and hitting the tanks? That didn't bother me too much. Okay. Because because <laughs> I remember because that was that actually was kind of the way I remember the Hulk being when I read the comics. He would he had those he would jump great distances and and do stuff like and so that didn't bother me. But it was the the thing that happened with the electricity and the his yeah. father's spirit in the electricity. I was like what? what? <laughs> This is only so much I can take with some of these. You know, the only Hawk movie that I saw was the one uh, for the MCU. With Edward Norton? I like that movie. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah. Um, I keep picturing Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott? No, I'm commentating on the recent thing about Power of the Dog. Did you just hear about that? I did hear about that. I just imagine going, these these Chinese people coming over here. Think they know anything about our comic book movies? Oh, anyway, he talks. He's got a very distinctive voice, for sure. Well, it's, it's he doesn't he doesn't move his his mouth very much when he talks. It's always real tone. It's like borderline like sling blade. I'm gonna talk about Kyder blade or sling blade. I mean, it, and that's how he talks. If you watch 1880s, oh, you see it all the time. You know, he's talking about, well, this is what happens when you're out here on the range. People die. People live. <laughs> Javier, I don't want to hear it. 
about you being old? Please. I got these young things around me complaining about how old they are. Like, <laughs> I'm old. No, no, you're not. <laughs> My ribs are already hurting. So, so hurting. <laughs> okay, so I'd like to talk about Underworld. Uh, I'll, talk about, I'll talk about that. I'll talk about that. I love that movie. That and I remember, one, yeah. I remember I seeing like the it. commercials for it, and one thing I remember from the commercials was her shooting through the floor. Obviously, yeah. it can never happen, but her shooting through the floor, and I was like, wow, that's an interesting imagery, and she was all cool looking with her outfit and everything. I really wish I had gone to see that movie in theaters. I did not go to see it on the Why big screen. Why didn't you? I just, for whatever reason, I just didn't feel drawn enough to go see it on the big screen, but I wasn't really going to see movies a lot back then. I didn't want uh, to go see Terminator 3. Yeah, I was but, <laughs> Terminator 3. But yeah, I didn't go see X-Men 2 on the big screen. So uh, I was like, man, I really wish, because I love Underworld. That's one of my top 10 movies. My One of my favorite uh, oh, vampire movies. Yeah. I, I did a video movies. about my top 10 movies, and Underworld's in my top 10. Most of say? the top 10 are like action-packed comic book superhero movies. Would you say it's a whole rip off from uh World of Darkness or old playing games? Yeah, I think I heard about that. Um but there's I don't Vampire know Vampire the Masquerade, there's Werewolf the Apocalypse. Oh, I've also heard about linking role playing games. I've heard about Vampire the, the Masquerade. And that first one of course is is the is the best <laughs> one. Yeah. I like the color. The coloring, you know, like that I blue like, over um... and just the way they made her look. She is just so cool and she's mm -hmm. absolutely gorgeous but for some reason maybe she's completely stuck up in real life but for some reason even though she's playing this badass cool character in her slinky outfit and her cool leather coat she never came across to me as somebody that was like i liked her i still liked her Mm -hmm. sometimes some characters that are like that i'm like oh, i don't like you you like yourself too much i don't like mm -hmm. you but <laughs> but she never came across that way and the way no. they did her eyes when she would change and how she's handled the guns and the slow motion and the, i was like this is so cool i want to be her total badass the main character in x though didn't you what's that you said the same thing about the main character in x didn't you yeah, I actually, yeah, did not like her character. Yeah, it was the same thing. You were like, just the kind of the way she carried herself. You're a little too but, weird. Yeah, but like, maybe that's just the way her character was written. Maybe it's just the actor's acting. I don't know, but I was just like, yeah, I don't like you, but I have a feeling you're going to be the final girl. Dang. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a whole movie right there, let me tell you. And I do like the whole aspect of like just this you know the title already says it underworld pretty much humanity lives on while they're having their own little battles how yeah. do the other two compared to the first or it might be more than that but i saw of... only there's, the second there's one like... and i can say yeah the first one's still better there's four there's, there's three, three. Oh, there five. i think there's oh, five i think there's, oh, five. there's five total Oh. And they got worse. Like the second one yeah. is not as good as the first, but it's tolerable. But it's just, I felt like it was really a little over the top. Yeah. The third one was a prequel. Right. So I appreciated oh, yeah. it from that aspect, but it still wasn't all that. And then four and five were just like, oh, Kate, you should just yeah. stop putting on the black spandex. It's not working anymore. <laughs> I mean, I she wore it fine, but the story was not working anymore. Is basically yeah. what the problem. It wasn't so much her; it's just the material was just. Ugh. The thing bad. I appreciated about the second one was like the lore. I like the fact that that both the werewolves and the um, 
the vampires were were all descendants of two brothers where there mm-hmm. was one that had been bitten by a werewolf and the other had right. been bitten by a bat yeah. and they kind of like separated that way um yeah so i appreciated the lore factor more on the second one but there was there was just not that it couldn't recapture the magic of the first one yeah so it's it's kind of like yeah. what i said about terminator 3 no more original material it's just the same thing over and over yeah it kind of you kind of feel it's like it would be cool if they could have incorporated that lore stuff a little bit more into the first one you know but yeah that you're right i i did appreciate the the backstory that she finds out as the as the movie goes on but it was just no it didn't work as well what about gothica that's the one with uh Uma Halle Berry. Halle Berry. No. Halle Berry. Oh no, I'm thinking Gattaca. Yeah. Oh. That's the one with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah. Gattaca. It's totally different. Gattaca. I don't remember if I've ever seen that D, and if I have, I completely forgot about it. Really? I that one. I, I'm forgetting it as well, but I remember at the time that I, I did like it. I just can't remember the whole premise of the story anymore. Doesn't she think she's they think she's crazy? Or? She thinks she's crazy, but she's not. Yeah, and like Robert she, Downey's the oh, he's the baddie. He's the bad guy, right, or something? Oh, not in this one. It's oh, just that, okay. Yeah, it, it's kind of like she she's a doctor at a, um, a, a, a mental facility or insane asylum, oh. which is mm-hmm. not the correct term. But um, but yeah, but she works at this facility, and so um, she ends up getting in this car accident, and um, this woman is on the road, and you know she goes to help her, and then all of a sudden the woman grabs her. She blacks out, and then she wakes up, and she's in in the, the institution. Uh-huh. And then they tell her that she she did something, but she blacked out, and that's why she's in the facility. But she keeps seeing the same girl who caused that to happen, and it's her slowly piecing together why she's in the facility, who the girl is, and it becomes oh, okay, so done it kind of situation. Oh, so it's like a mystery type story. Yeah. Then okay, I'll, I'll, I'll have I, I'm gonna try to watch that again because. Yeah, if I saw it, it didn't make an impression enough on me that I it stuck with me. But probably if I rewatched it, like you know, without of time, it, I rewatching out of time, I, I appreciate that movie even more than I did. I think the first time. Yeah, Moon on so, Flux wasn't oh three, was it really? I thought it was. Uh, cool. Was I it? Was, I was. I feel like I would have seen that. I would. I looked at the list. I must have overlooked uh, that one. If if it Five. was, maybe it was two thousand five. Okay. Two, oh, okay. Uh, I thought it was maybe the next year, but I wasn't um, sure. Yeah. There was also the movie the The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, that that movie was so bad. Connery quit movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so tell the story about. Maybe they already all know it, but maybe they don't. Tim, the story about why he ended up like all the, the roles he turned down. Oh, so yeah, he basically had gotten the, uh, you know, hey, we want you to be in this movie, and it's gonna be you're gonna be a wizard. And he's reading through the script, and he's like, well, I don't understand what the hell's going on, you know? And it's Lord of the Rings, so he passes it up. Mm-hmm. And then and then they give him another script, and they're wanting him to be the architect in The Matrix. And he's like, I don't I read the script. I don't know what the hell's going on. And he passes it up. And so then they give him the script, and it's about superheroes and stuff. And he's like, I don't know what the hell's going on, but I can't pass up these roles, you know? So he takes the movie, and it's like, worst dog shit ever (laughs) yeah it's just brutal that's funny yeah i like the beginning of the movie where that tank just breaks into the british bank and the soldiers are in there 
Frankenstein? He said the tank? I don't no, remember that scene. The bank they when the tank rolled into the bank oh. in Britain. And I, I mean, it, it's not a good film, but I don't I don't hate it like let's say I hate Moonfall. Oh <laughs> <laughs> if Matt Air was here, you know what he Lord. would say. <laughs> I did Moonfall I did hear something forever. um something interesting about Sean Connery, apparently like in his contracts, and I don't know why it is, but it was it was some article I read or I was listening to something on YouTube, but apparently in his contracts, it stated that every subsequent movie that he would have to be in, there would have to be a larger explosion than the previous one. And it was like absolutely bonkers. But that, that was for real. His, yeah, that was supposed to be yeah, in, his con- in his contracts. <laughs> the next movie he's in has to have a bigger explosion no matter what. And so in order for him to do the movie, they would have to sign on. All right, I guess we're going to blow up this and it's going to be bigger. It's just super awkward and weird. That sounds like one of those urban legend things. (laughs) The urban legend. I'll have to find it and send it to you. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. do that. I would like to, I Um, I do remember you telling me about that, but I don't, I don't, that just seems so insane. Yeah. It's it's super terrible. (laughs) Is Colin still there? I figure he talked about Kill Bill at some point. Oh, he probably he'll he I, he may have gone out to smoke or something. I was going to say something else that came out this year that's pretty crazy: Freddy versus Jason. Oh, jeez. Which yeah. I never saw that, and I never planned to see that. It just looks so bad. But we did talk about Bad Boys too, Tim. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a, a fantastic Michael Bay yeah, movie. I really, <laughs> I really like that movie. It really is. My, I mean. My, I, my, my favorite scene on that, well, not only that, the cinematography. Your favorite scene is the rat scene. I know. I told them. <laughs> yeah, we did talk about that. <laughs> this mom, papa rat is straight pound. This mama rat. <laughs> <laughs> they have sex like we do. No, um, no, the, they the, totally don't. The cinematography for that movie was <laughs> really, really good. Uh, inside the, the Haitian, the Haitian shootout. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, when the camera that went was, around in circles. Yeah. Oh, yeah right, that was right. really, really fun to watch. And then of course the uh the the, the chase scene on the freeway with the freeway. cars falling. He's like they throwing cars at me and it goes over them. And Martin Lawrence is dying, like screaming. And then just that one line from Will Smith, he's like, Whoo, that made my butthole fucker. Yes. <laughs> I remember the advertising the trailers for that, and I remember them showing the scene of the car flying overhead. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that was really crazy. Yes. But I haven't watched that movie until I think I watched it with Arturo because we were going to prepare for, you know, for Bad Boys 3, which in my opinion is the best of all three of them. I really I was like going to say, you and I, I was like, why do I feel like you and I just talked about it? Because we did. I made that. Yeah, we Twitter. did. Yeah. <laughs> we did. <laughs> it's like, we, we, there's like all these different platforms where we uh, communicate. Like we got Instagram, we got email. We got YouTube and we got Twitter. And sometimes yeah. I forget we talked about something over here because I'm not seeing it over here. Man, it's been <laughs> so like many two platforms. years since, since the third Bad Boys came out. Yeah, that was one of the last films we went to see. I, 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 feel of, like, I feel like it was not aptly named, though, because, you know, Bad it's Boys got for this, Life? Yeah, because it's got the four in there and it makes you, makes you seem like that should be the name of the fourth movie. Fourth and it kinda, yeah, and it, it throws oh, me off. Right, it, right, Bad it, Boys for yeah. Life. I get it, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even think about that too much, but yeah, I was, I was, it kind of, it was cool to see Kate Del, Kate Del Castillo in there because I recognize her. She's Mexican actor. Yeah. She played in La Reina del Sur. 
So she played obviously a similar type, like, well, she was not bad in Fluttering at El Sur, but so it was kind of cool to see her in there. She was, she was the, the mother of his son, the bad drug lady. Well, yeah, they kept. Uh, no, I called her a witch because they. It's like they kept saying, alluding to her being like a witch or something. Oh, like that. Yeah, oh probably yeah, they called her what a bruja or something. Yeah, bruja. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That might be like her, you know, her street okay. name. Right. You know how they they do with the the drug people. They have street um, names. So. They do that with the drug people. The p- drug yeah. people. <laughs> you know, like with okay. drug people. That's you right. know, like okay. So remember in, in Bosch, the last season of Bosch, what was the name of that drug lady? Oh my gosh. Hey, Colin, we're just talking about you. What's your street right. name? Yeah, what's what's your what's your drug people street name? Is it is it is it El Puerto? I'm talking about you know El like Puerto. the drug the cartels. They have names. They give them these nicknames. What was the name of that dang lady? El in Fumar. Bosch? El Fumar. My my Fortnite my my Fortnite Nick, which nickname, which I'm really proud of. You know, coming up with my own handles. It's Hyper Slacker. Hi. Okay. Okay. Hyper Slacker. Like that defines yeah. me. That's funny. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a good, it's a good oxymoron. Deepers Creepers Two came out this year. Oh yeah, that's right. I saw that when I was going through. I know it's a kids. I know it's a kids movie, but it's actually a really, really good movie. But um, holes. Yeah, um, someone mentioned holes in the comments. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, with uh, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, it's it's a, that's a good movie. And, and it's, it's really wholesome. It's pretty good. You get wholesome. It's kind of wholesome. Oh, wholesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. It's a really good movie though. I like that one. Yeah, it was decent. Mm-hmm. I've only saw bits and pieces of that. Um, in answer to the question, I did see Darkness Falls. I remember that it was about the Tooth Fairy, on a horror movie, but I don't remember anything beyond that. <clears throat> I remember thinking when people told me that that, that was a joke. I was like, nah, it's not the tooth fairy. Not the tooth. <laughs> yeah, it's not the tooth fairy. <laughs> and another another good fun movie was uh the rundown. Mm. Um and that's a that's a Peter Berg movie. And Peter Berg he, he does that. good movies no matter I mean not no matter what, but often like The Kingdom's a really, really good movie. But um Was the Rundown the, the Rock? Is the Rock and um Sean, Sean Scott, Scott. And, yeah, and yeah. then also, um, yeah. of course, uh, oh my goodness gracious, I'm drawing a blank. Who else is it? Oh my god, from, from the original movie Dead Zone. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on his name. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was really, really funny. He's really funny in that movie. I, I just remember, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, I was trying to figure out why. I know this isn't the same film, but I was like, it makes me think of The Rock in some movie where he had an afro and he was wearing a powder blue suit and he like spanked his behind. I was like, what is that? That's that's, um, that's, that's the sequel to that other movie, Get Shorty. It's um, Be Cool. Be Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's like, what? I never saw that. Yeah, he was funny in that movie too. Yeah, that one was but that we got two more years to go. The whole stuff. The scene in the rundown where he needed to pee and he was handcuffed, Sean William Scott, and he he want he wanted the Rock to help him go pee, and he like he's like I'll unzip your pants. He's like, well, can't you get it out? And he's like, no, I'm not gonna get it out. And here he is like, the guy's back turned. He's like trying to get get himself to get get his junk out to pee. Dude, I was dying watching that part. That part was so funny. I just remember he would do this like Sean William Scott. I always have trouble remembering his name. I keep wanting to say Sean Patrick, whatever. Sean William right. Scott, he did this thing where, like, with his leg, like a little oh, bit of thunder the, and a little bit the, of wind or something. Yeah. Like that. It was like so <laughs> corny, ridiculous. But it's, speaking of him, 
<laughs> there was a movie that he was in a few years ago. I, I did a reaction to the trailer. And what intrigued me about that film is he plays a serial killer. He reminds me of Dexter. Uh, oh. in the, like that sort of like he's this family man, but he's a serial killer. And he's not like bad, bad. Okay, he's a serial killer, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but uh, I so I watched that movie and it, it wasn't too awful. It had a small cast, so it wasn't really, and it didn't really feel like there was like a lot of, I don't know it, but it wasn't awful. I did a review of that, and I couldn't tell you now what the what the name of it was. But that's when I think of him. Now I think of that serial killer movie instead of the other silly stuff he's been in because he played right. a serious character in there. But uh, interesting. I'm gonna check that out. And what'd you say it was called? I don't remember. I'll okay. look it up. I'll look okay. it up. Um. Then there was a Pacho Villa movie. Was that Pacho the one with Antonio Banderas? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. That. He was a cool I never guy. finished it. I saw like half, maybe half of that movie. I love real life Robin Hood characters. Pacho yeah, Villa. I remember finding out about him. This guy was crazy. Oh, it's an Pacho HBO. An HBO. Pop- HBO. Um, no, he's different than Zapata. Zapata someone else, but... Yeah, I know, but I, t- I get them mixed up because I thought they were around the same time. They probably. Because uh, I thought they even met each other. Those two. Okay, I think the name of the movie is called Bloodline. Okay, Bloodline. You may feel completely different. I mean, I wasn't blown away by it, but I thought it was, it was okay. I, I certainly didn't regret watching it. What is the film you were blown away by? Out of curiosity. A film? Or mm-hmm. what, what do you mean? Well, Terminator 2. Anything in my top 10. I'm trying to think of a, of a, of a film. I top 10. Yeah, Underworld's in my top 10. I'm trying to think of a film recently that I've seen yeah. that I've been blown. Okay, uh, well, I loved No Way Home. I thought that was really, really good. Uh, that was just the nostalgia and the just excitement and the big huge grin. And I would I went on YouTube and was watching reaction videos to it, like the theater reactions and just watch listen to the people yeah. scream. Just people, exciting. People scream for um, Daredevil. Yeah, when Daredevil showed up. Yeah, I, I I I'm not always blown away by films. Yeah, that's that's the only reason I ask because I know that's that's kind of the kind of the go to thing. Like it wasn't. Spectacular! But I was wondering, like, if there—I'm assuming there have been some, but I was curious. Oh yeah, there have been, like the Dark Knight. <laughs> I, I absolutely love the Dark Knight. So I compared the Batman to the Dark Knight, and while I like the Batman, it didn't blow me away. <laughs> right. There were some parts about it that I really did enjoy, though. I liked the Batmobile. That was cool. Oh yeah. And the cinematography. Have you you've seen it? Have you you've seen the Batman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So I couldn't remember if we talked about that because we talked about so right. many different films. So what about um, Bad Santa? I haven't seen that. You haven't seen Bad Santa? No, because it's, it's a awesome. comedy and I don't gravitate towards comedies usually. Right. I was thinking that was and, a horror movie. And, and what's his name? No, what's his name? Uh, Billy Joe Bob. Bob. What, Billy, Bob. Billy Bob. <laughs> I Joe Bob because I watched Joe Bob Briggs on Shudder. So I said, Joe Bob. Yeah, he, he doesn't really like do much for me as an actor so i just kind of like mm. oh i'm the so, same way but this was kind of for me it was kind of 
you like you can it's the same thing how you and I feel about John Cena and how yeah. we felt about his character in the Suicide Squad, but then Peacemaker the series was just like wow. Like I you know, in spite of that right. I was like I appreciate right. it. So for me, Billy Bob is the same thing and then with Bad Santa, it was kind of like a like I really like enjoyed him in that. I heard it's really good though. But I had yeah. it's I kind of a cult, got a little cult classic following a bit. Yeah. I think it's pretty good. I don't think it's like really good, but it's pretty. It's been, I haven't seen it for a long time. I was gonna Let's mention on too what Joe said. Uh, old school was that's a pretty good one. Not dumb, uh, dumber level good, but, but oh, dumb, so that's an dumb and dumber came out this year. Son of, I know you saw yeah. that, right? Oh. You saw that, right? <laughs> that hurt. Uh, hold on a second. Let me think. Wait that a second. That, that's with the Weird other two, the other two, it wasn't original. No, I don't. I don't think. Yeah, it was like the it was like the Kirkland brand version. Notice I didn't say I didn't watch it because you know I would never <laughs> willingly watch it. It would be something that my husband watches instead. I don't think he saw that one, but he saw the other sequel that came out with with yeah. um. Which also it wasn't <clears throat> heard. Great. But then I think the first one sucks too. So. Get out of here, you ignorant swine! I did a reaction to a um, um, Norm Macdonald. It was like a compilation video, and so it had some scenes from his podcast. And the actor uh, who was in Dumb and Dumber, who was standing outside the telephone booth, yelling at the mobster guy, and then mm-hmm. the mobster guy punches him punches him out so that actor was on that norm mcdonald show and i made a comment in the video is that that actor from dumb and dumber and so someone made a comment like i can't believe you remembered that was so and so i'm like well it's only because i've been exposed to this movie heard of it hello get off the phone (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah dude i know now i remember yes I watched yeah. that podcast. My husband laughs at that scene. He thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this movie is so I, dumb. It, it's kind of the same um, with Liar, Liar. I would get exposed to Dumb and Dumber, Liar, of- Liar, or The Mask, anything with Jim Carrey. Yes. Wasn't Bruce Almighty this year, too? Yeah, we yeah. did talk about that okay. a little bit. Um, I, I'm not super crazy about oh. Bruce Almighty. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Okay, I that's what that we Johnny yeah. Depp, right? Yeah, yeah. and it's based off the El Mariachi, um, right? Antonio yeah. Banderas. I think Antonio Banderas is in that too. And have you guys seen the original Mariachi, the first one they got it started? One time, yeah, it, mm-hmm. yeah. It was Deborah. like a low budget, but not too bad. I didn't mm-hmm. think it was. I think it's all in Spanish as well. Yeah, it is. Huh. It is. The second one, then he got big budget anyway yeah. Antonio Banderas, Salma Hayek and big explosions and all right. that. And then the third one. Oh, okay. So Desperado was the second. Yeah. Technically yeah. the second, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Because yeah. for the first Oh, one, that's right. Um, and, and Enrique Iglesias was also in Once Upon a Time. He was in yeah. this one too. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. Um in the first Mariachi, Robert Rodriguez had a real I, I remember the oh, story cuz I think it's like, He sold his very yeah, it, it was a clinical trial. He Something, was in. Yeah, so yeah, oh, trial. That's, yeah. The, that's the one. Money to make El Mariachi. And I think he had like family like and friends help him and $15 stuff. $15,000 so or something. And it, I mean, it looks like, like a made for TV movie from Mexico. Like, well, yeah. not that it's bad, it was, but that's what it, you would think if you just saw it playing 
Yeah, yeah it's just not high budget, but the storyline wasn't too bad. And I remember watching it and enjoying the fact that I could understand a lot of the Spanish. So I thought that was cool. And I never forgot it because of that. And then the other two movies came out. I didn't think Once Upon a Time in Mexico was bad, but then I've only seen it once. So I don't remember a whole lot it, about it. It has like, I thought I remember it had like a lot of actors. I know Johnny, um, sorry, um, Johnny, Johnny Bosch. Yeah. Well, and didn't it have, um, I keep forgetting his name, but he looks, he's kind of like that rough, tough guy. Looks, yeah, he I looks mean. Oh, yeah, Jesse the name? Body Ventura is not in the movie, Arturo. No, no, I'm the thinking city. Danny Trejo. Is he in Yeah, Danny Trejo. Was he in yeah. the third one? Yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, I just remembered, too. um. Yeah, Danny Trejo. It was, I was on the third one, because. Because I thought I thought, he, was, I thought he died in the first one. I mean, in Desperado. They brought him back. They just, they, he's in like every Rodriguez movie. He was yeah, the yeah. trainer. It's funny because he uh, he has a, a restaurant yeah. out here, and it's it's Trejo's Tacos, oh, and nice. then he and he would always he's also go to this um, local restaurant called Carrillos, which is a little taqueria like sit down restaurant, right? And his poster's on the wall, and it's in Pacoima, which is where he was born and raised. And one day he came in there because I was really good friends with the owner. He came in and his photo was down, like it had fallen over. And, and he got so mad that his photo no. wasn't up, like like a joke mad. You know, he wasn't mad oh, mad. And, no, no, no. He got, he got he got joke mad and he picked. He walked behind the counter and he grabbed his photo and he put it back up and he goes, "Don't ever let my photo be down in here, man." <laughs> <laughs> and he and he put it back up. But yeah, yeah, him and both uh, George Lopez go there still to this day quite frequently, and they even have one of the burritos that George Lopez orders. It's called the George Lopez, so it's named um, after him. Cool. Because uh, L.A. right? Uh, yeah, I, well, I, I live, it's in Santa Clarita, but it's very close. But yeah, it's they lived in like Pacoima area and uh, Silmar area, um, very close to Richie Valens's high school. So it's, they might have even gone to the same high school. Oh, interesting. My yeah, wife's mom story. went to that one. She went She went to the same high school. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's interesting. Danny Trejo has an interesting story. And I've always, for whatever reason, I've always liked him, even though he always played or almost always used to play like awful people in movies. He, and I think one of the first he's movies the one I that saw likes him Cabros, in. Right? Yes, he loves Cabros. He does. Are you getting ready and to talk he, about him and uh, Roberts? Is that what you're going to mention? I was going to talk about Blood In, Blood Out because that yeah, was one Julie, of the first. Julia Roberts' brother. He was Eric in. Roberts? Eric Roberts he was, was in Blood In. No, no, no. He was in. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> he was in the. Oh my goodness! It's the other. It's other like martial Benjamin arts movie. Pratt was in Blood In, Blood Out, and Damian Chapa. No, no, and, I was meaning Eric Roberts. He had. He was in a, a, a kung fu movie or fighting movie. What was that movie? I don't know because he's been in so many different films. A lot of them low budget. He was types. in X Files. I'll have to look it up. Anyway, his name in there, his real name was That's Geronimo. it. That's it. That's what it. What's it called? Best of the best. Best of the best. Oh, that Thank was you, Simon. <laughs> yeah. He's like a little trivia guy doing all this research in the background when we can't think of something he provides yeah. us. That's why he's always. Yeah, he, he, he met him in prison. <laughs> he was serving some time uh -huh. or something. And they became really good friends. In the movie or in real life? In real life. 
Wait, Eric Roberts? Yeah, Eric Roberts and Danny Trejo. They had like a little stint in jail or something like that together. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize. Okay. I knew that, that Danny Trejo was in jail. He served in <clears throat> San Quentin. And then when they filmed Blood In, Blood Out, they filmed it in San Quentin. And I always thought, wow, this must be so weird for him to go back there and film in the same place that he had served for a time. Anyway. It's crazy. Okay. Yeah, it is crazy. I don't know if he is gone or if he's just oh he's got himself muted, so maybe he had to had to do something. Um there was a Jack Black movie, School of Rock. I kinda remember seeing trailers for that. That's pretty good. I love Jack Black and I think that's, that's a pretty good movie. Haven't seen it though. It's a good movie. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. a feel sort of right. Like- Jack Bl- Jack Black is actually responsible for one of my favorite musicals anyway, and that's Tenacious, Tenacious D. Tenacious D, The Pig and Destiny. Such a it's, good- it's, the, it's my favorite musical of all time. I mean, sound yeah. music doesn't have anything on that movie. Oh, at please. All. Really? Yes. Colin, do you agree? Best Wait, musical? what doesn't have? Sound of Music. Said- oh, yeah. No. I mean, Singing in the Rain. Oranges, but- <laughs> no, yeah. Tenacious- the- it's a Rocky Horror Picture Show for me. Is okay, I can, I can somewhat get on board with that, but Tenacious D it edges out the victory for best. I didn't realize ever. that was a musical. What year did that come out? Oh six. I saw it in the theaters in Austin. I remember. It's an it's actual really musical. See, that's probably why I never watched it. Plus, the title just sounds really crazy. So I'm like, eh. The best. It's got some of the best like um, cameo roles in, mm-hmm. in movies. Like Tim Robert. Uh, Tr- Tim Robbins was phenomenal um ben stiller was hilarious and david grohl of course like they they all had really really good cameos in there and ben stiller ben stiller is one of those guys where like i don't really like his movies but when he plays that small tidbit role in a movie he does it so well that (laughs) it's hilarious yeah he did the same thing like in anchorman i think even like vince bond and tim robbins are in one of anchorman 2 or something but i think ben stiller did pretty good in meet the parents I said generally. Generally, yeah. I don't. I'm not like a fan of like his his actual movies where he's the main guy yeah. the whole time. Maybe yeah. the Heartbreak Kids, another one that I think is really funny, just because of the circumstances. That, that one's funny. See that one. A lot of these are comedies, uh, films. So yeah, yeah. I believe School of Rock was 2003. I did not realize it was that long ago. Holy cow! I thought it was did I. Yeah, that's insane. Pick of Destiny wasn't. Was that from 2003? No, that's the Tenacious. No, I was, I was in high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, should get, the... I should get you lit one time, and we should watch that together, Cinema. Get me lit? <laughs> yeah, 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 should get you a little, like, a little bit of alcohol in you, and we'll sit Oh, I was going to say, because I'm yeah. like, no, I'm not going to be smoking the pot. No, I won't be doing no, that. No, no, no. We'll get you uh, a... the pot a, version a, of the family. Thank you very no, much. We'll get you to have a shot, and then we'll put it on. And <laughs> One of my favorite laughs is in that movie. I remember in the I was watching it by myself in the theater and I, I lost. I started cracking up when he takes mushrooms and he's like, "We're going down the magical ride," and then it cuts to him in a raging river, just being washed down the river. <laughs> this is what's the premise of the movie? Okay, so the premise is oh, that dear. that these 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 two losers. These two losers that are like he's basically a guitarist, and he runs away from home when he's like ten. Meatloaf is Kickapoo, Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, Kickapoo, yeah. Missouri. Kickapoo, Missouri. His dad is Meatloaf. Oh my god! Okay, okay. So, I'll so post the run- video in Discord. Okay, okay. So, so he he runs away from home to go to Los Angeles 
and he's going to form this band and he meets his band partner, which is in real life, Kyle Glass, Kyle Gass. Yes. And um, so they start a band together and they learn about this pick, this pick of destiny happened to be from the guitar pick. Yeah. But it was, it was forged from the tooth of the devil. And basically as history went through, this pick was handed down from person to person. And every person they hit, it's like a musical genius. (laughs) <laughs> had the pick so you pretty much had eddie van halen had the pick at one point in time and it was okay. passed along so they're trying to find it and they find out that it's in like the uh rock and roll museum and they're going to break in and they're going to steal it yep. so they could so they could they could get it and become the best band ever and that's the premise of the story okay okay <clears throat> so you're gonna watch it <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> maybe when you're in town because I don't epic, know when I'm going out there. Yeah, it's an epic quest. I'll get you to have a shot, and then another <laughs> shot, and then one more, and then you'll be good to go. I don't. I don't do. I don't throw them back. I sip very slowly. I take like an hour to drink a shot. We'll do some speed <laughs> sipping. Speed sipping. Oh lord! I like, I like Tenacious D so much because it's like I feel like that's what Jack Black thinks is funny. Like yes, I feel like that's his favorite movie of all his movies. Like, and you, I feel like you, when he's, you, I feel like all the Jack Black movies are kind of muted versions. Like, Tenacious D is, you're seeing the real goods. Like, so yeah, that's like why he's so good, I think, is when he's really good, he's really good. But I feel like we've talked a lot about a 2006 movie. Yeah. (laughs) Well, so we sort of, we we do this, we did the tangent because we were talking about School of Rock. So, I mean, it makes Um, sense. Okay, so have any of you guys seen Stuck on You? Oh my god. Is that the Matt Damon Matt Damon one? Matt Damon Not and it. I think Greg Kinnear. Wait. I saw that once. No, right, right. Farley Brothers. Yeah. Is that is that who I remember I watched it at, at uh Deanna's house. And so I have fond memories of it. Deanna and Buddy. And uh it was funny. There were some funny parts. I think Cher was in there too. That's right? why I remember it. It's <laughs> She was like messing with the young guy or something like that. It was a little bit disturbing. But um I remember enjoying it at the time, but I don't know if I'd feel the same way if I rewatched it. I do have it. I actually have it on DVD, but I haven't seen it since the first time. It was kind of funny. You, you know, I think oh. didn't the Fairly Brothers also do Dumb and Dumber? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so why don't you really, like it? But I, for yeah. some reason, why I like this like one better than Dumb and Dumber. Because in Dumb and Dumber, the characters are too dumb for me to like them. It was just, it was so dumb. It was but so, so dumb. No, they was trying to be happy. <laughs> but they were just, they were too dumb for me to appreciate them. Yeah. So I was just Sorry, like, but oh. they were too dumb for me to enjoy it. They were, they were just too dumb. Oh my god. But uh, anyway, oh, okay. No. Well, I didn't realize that was right there. Is a spammer? Oh lord! Yeah, again, he has crept back without a spammer showing up. What's the spammer doing? What's he saying? He just uh, that sort of thing. The bots are out. Yeah. Oh, Tears of the Sun. Yes, that's a really, really good movie. Oh, yeah, I, th- I saw that once. That's good. That's Madeline but- Stowe, right? I uh, don't remember Bruce the girl. So Bruce Will- Bruce Willis was in there as well as Cole Hauser. Um, it's one of Mary's Mary's favorite movies. Oh wait, it's not Mad. Hold on, it's not Madeline Stowe. It's uh, Monica Bellucci. Oh. That's the that's the one. Yes, I forgot that was 
her in there? Why do I always think it was Madeline Stowe? See, that's what threw me off because I was like, I don't remember that name. Yeah, that was okay. And Tom Skerritt. <clears throat> I don't even remember what it was about. Oh, I forgot. It was Tom Skerritt in that? Yep. It has, yeah. A, I forgot. Name in here. I forgot. Uh, so we haven't yet talked about Kill Bill Volume 1. You walked out of the room and I was like, is, is Colin going to mention that? Because I'd like to talk about that. I'd like I to mean, talk yeah. about him. It's like probably my favorite of the year, probably. So it's like, yeah, yeah, I think it has to be. I mean, it's probably my favorite Tarantino movie. He's like one of my favorite directors. I mean, it's really that's it. that's your favorite Tarantino movie. I, if I had to pick, yes, it's close, but okay. yes, yeah, I love Kill Bill. It's just I love it. I will say the the whole fighting at the end where she slices all those guys up Crazy. and then when they start crawling yeah. away bleeding, I'm I'm thinking to myself, oh, that's it, it's it's made it real, realistic that they didn't just all die. It kind of reminded me yeah. how Bra Braveheart was. You know, when there was this large battle, not everyone's just dead. There's actually some people that are barely hanging on. You know, and that kind of yeah. brought the realism to it. Yeah. But, but how did you feel regarding this Kill Bill Volume Two, though? I don't know. It's hard to say because I feel like you have to look at them as the one movie. It's film yeah exactly yeah yeah but personally and it's really it's like the first one's a little bit faster but the second one's got a lot more like scenes that are kind of slower yeah but i enjoy a lot but you know it's hard to compare i mean it's like when she meets bill in his house and they talk and shit it's really good but it's hard to compare that to like fighting crazy right right yeah so i feel like maybe i like the first one a touch more just because there's more more action and fast pace, but I yeah, think it's more action. It almost felt a little anticlimactic. The the final Artur hasn't seen the second volume yet, but uh, the yes, final... I have. Yes, I have. Have you? I'm getting mixed One up. One of my what friends lending me a copy, and I watched it. Don't you I kind of like it? Oh, the I forgot. <sighs> well, maybe it's Corey that hasn't seen the Corey second. Corey hasn't seen it. Okay. I kind of right. like that it's not a big action scene. It's kind of a quiet, intimate moment it, i don't know i wasn't expecting it but i was really absorbed i can say is he still carries that flow into his movie like you get entranced in the scene yeah um i don't i'm looking to see if max von sidow was in that i don't remember is it sidow or sindow i don't know i always i always think it's sindow i don't think oh, there's I, think. In, in I, I i'm probably wrong i think it's sidow or something no i, I don't see his name Seedow? See, I always say Seedow. I don't remember a really old dude. Wait, was he the like the old? No, that was like a Spanish. Wait, are you talking about the villain? I don't remember him in that. No, movie. The, villain, the villain was um, Carradine, David Carradine. That was Bill. I, I gotta say, uh, he had a pretty, um, would you say, kind of a unique voice. David yeah, Carradine. How he talked in the yeah. movie? Yeah, I killed, uh, Bill. Yeah, I think a little bit. Yeah, just kind of uh kind of like a villainous voice. Yeah, I feel like I, I just feel like he talks the way he always talks. Kill him, William. Bye. <laughs> Kill him, William. <laughs> so, fun fact about um, about the final fight: it initially was going to be this massive beach, moonlight beach battle, um, potentially with um, with the bride in her wedding dress. 
But thanks to Harvey Weinstein, he um, didn't want to pay for that. So he insisted Daddy, they could. Daddy. Daddy. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Huh. I just remember, Arturo, didn't you say that there was some music? What, what was the music that you oh, said? Oh, yeah. Then? The music that we... From I, I forgot what the, the song is, but you know, it's, been, it's been used, you know, in The Good, The Bad, The Weird. Right. It plays in, in Volume 1 of Kill Bill. It plays near the final fight. That's the song from Good, The Bad, and The Weird. What about the other one? That dun, dun, dun. Is that in the first one or the second one? Wait, you know, wait, when, you the, mean... when the people are walking down the hallway and it's playing that cool song. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the... Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's, the first, that's the first one. That was from the first yeah, one. Yeah, the first one. All right. That, that song blew up. Uh, I like that song. <laughs> so good, yeah. I think it's Battle for Humanity. I don't know. Is that what it's called? That's... There's also a really that good right. Or in there that I for I thought was originally in um, the good, the bad, the weird, but Arturo said it, it showed up in Kill Bill One, and I completely forgot for whatever reason. That song is too. Instantly, I think of Kill Bill like that. Yeah, really yeah. That song yep. up, like mm -hmm. yeah. It had a yeah, humanity without honor. It okay. had even an anime. Uh, like there was one portion of the movie that was pretty much just animated. Mm hmm. It had to well, do with cool. the, uh, the backstory of the girl killer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I just love it. I love Tarantino it's just all over the place. What was it the um was it the uh, the Lucy Liu one? The the backstory for her? Yeah, yeah the, the yeah. Japanese yeah. girl. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I heard he was into anime, so I think that's probably why they put that in there. I remember the dude where he kicks the cigarette. Like little moments like that where his accuracy is so good he kicks the cigarette. And it starts the fire. Yeah, it's cool. The desert chase scene is the one that has the song from the good, the bad, the weird that I like that showed up in Kill Bill 2, but I don't remember what scene did it show up in, Arturo? The final battle in volume one. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I told I... you it was in um, something else, too. I just don't remember what. Wow. Okay. But yeah, they use that song for pretty much a lot of movies. I only associate it with the good, the, the bad, good, the bad, the weird. weird. Yeah, that's like I think that's the good, the bad, the weird version. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I love that. I love that song. We'll it's definitely be talking cool. about that in two thousand eight. Yes, we will. Is that anyone else's favorite Tarantino movie? Kill Bill. Um, I don't think it's my favorite Tarantino. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Django is probably one of my favorites that he's done. Yeah, I like Django. I think that Once was Upon a hilarious. Once Upon a Once Upon a Time, I think would be my favorite. Yeah, Once Upon a Time. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I like most of his movies. Yeah. It was Sid Haig I was thinking. He was the bartender in Kill Bill Volume Two. Oh, he gets Sid Haig and Max von Sydow. Okay, all right. Um, House of the Dead came out this year. That is it. That one was, was terrible. That was yeah. an Uwe Boll movie based on a psychic game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw it in the. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Before it was not. It was not, it was not. It was not, not good. good. Before video games became like the films. Before the films got good. Did anybody watch that. Master and Commander? Because I remember that was a big deal Russell Crowe movie. And then I felt like that it was kind of considered a disappointment by a lot of people, but I never saw it. But then I, I've heard I it's not it. bad. 
I, I saw it once. It was one of those movies. I think because in my mind it came it came so and it, and it was three years, but it came After so Gladiator. close off the hills of Gladiator. It is like that was the kind of movie I was wanting to see. This is and it was this epic movie that just had so much depth to it, and I was kind of I don't know. It was it was subpar in my mind, but it was it was okay for a one time a once off. Okay. Um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, the 2003 version. Yeah. Is that the one with Jessica Biel in it? Yeah. Okay, I think I've I've seen that in passing. I remember. Okayish. I remember I seeing the ending of that one time when I was young, and I remember the one like near the end, the girl gets in one of like one of these uh, cars, and there's like a baby inside of it, and. At the very end, they kind of do like this uh, reenactment to make it look like it's real. And I just remember that, that bothered me because it looked real. Wait, like they did a reenactment? What? It, 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 like to make it look like it was real footage. Oh, oh, I see. That's, okay. Yeah, that's what and I that remember. Bothered you. Where in the world did you see that? <laughs> um, oh, man, I don't, I don't even remember. Did you guys watch uh, Arnold's speech to the Ukraine, to Russia? Yeah, the, what, a few days ago, right? Yeah. He, he had a little blue and white coffee mug, and I'm like, that's like my little blue and white coffee mug. <laughs> now I'm really happy. I'm like, yeah, my Arnold mug. Did, did, was, it the, was it the weightlifter that gave you that too? Did you meet him? <laughs> Not quite. What? The, the, the Russian powerlifter gave Arnold that cup, and he's oh, been drinking coffee. Oh, yeah, and I was right. asking Colin maybe if he met him. No, I got I – got, Punched in the face a lot by a boxer. When I no, not by a real boxer. I don't know if that counts. I kind of really wanted Arnold to call Putin a girly man. I don't know why. The whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. He's like, now my last words for you, Putin. You're you're a girly man. You need to be. You need to be like us. You need to be fantastic. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Oh, One of my That's friends funny. did a community poll asking what the best Arnold Schwarzenegger one-liner is, and so now I want to know. Cool off. <laughs> His one-liners no. are so lame. No, no, no. His best one-liner is Matt's one-liner. What killed the dinosaurs? The yeah. Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, me and my friends say get in the chopper all the time. Yeah, of course. Oh, like, yeah. I like doing do it now. Right yeah, here, I like, I like, oh, you know, um, I just like the classic. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's another, there's another like one that's really funny from, um, oh my goodness, uh, Total Recall when he's like, damn it, Quagan, let the people get the air. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's a good one. He's so iconic. I love Arnold so much. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Kill me. Come on. Come I'm on. Something I would like Arnold. There's that scene in Terminator 2 when they're driving down the desert and he's telling Sarah Connor the history of how Judgment Day happened and everything. And he's obviously talking very robotically. But it, it wasn't because he was just trying to sound robotic. It was because he was reading the lines because they were on the dashboard because he couldn't remember all the lines. They were like on the on the dashboard. And so he was just like mechanically 
reading them. And then, but but one part in that where he was so he's like in a panic, they tried to pull the plug. <laughs> I don't know why that part tickles me so much. It's the way he says it. <laughs> they try to pull the plug. <laughs> it's so yeah, funny. Cool. Think of all the actors that try so hard, and then they're like, "Well, Arnold's a superstar, so he gets to just do that. <laughs> he gets he gets the pass." Yeah. Yes, does. He just, there's something so scary about his awful quotes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bennett, let off some steam. Oh, Lord, We're going to that... play a wonderful game called Who is My Daddy and What Does He Do? <laughs> yeah, no he was talking in his biography about how, because I read his uh, his biography, total, or listened to his biography, Total Recall. That is a monster of a book. And he was talking about how those one-liners, like, they started to, obviously, the fans started to enjoy them, thought they were really funny. And so now he... He was. He would tell the writers of whatever movie he was in, make sure to put some, you know, really ridiculous one-liner in there because that kind of became his trademark. Yeah, nice. <laughs> like the whole scene where he like, like uh, that one guy in that machine that was trying to, you know, use that drill machine, and then he picks up that drill and he's like, "Screw you." <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Which movie was that? From? That was total was recall. recall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, I rewatched The Running Man uh, a few, a couple months ago because it had been a while since I'd seen it. It's not really my favorite Arnold movie, but it feels a little relevant to today because a it's lot a of it's one. about like, media manipulation and how, or how the media manipulates people and what they perceive to be truth. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of. It Wait, was, when did it was that one come out? That one came out yeah. in the late eighties. Yeah, like I'd say, I, I say 87, 88 as well. Yeah, oh. at the same time that Dirty Dancing came out, I remember around that same, around that same time. Because oh. one, we I saw it at the beach. We went to the beach, Tim. Mm-hmm. We all had a family trip to the beach, and one night, mom and dad went out to see Dirty Dancing. <laughs> oh, well. And the next night, I think dad and I went out to go see The Running Man. It was funny because like they came back telling me about Dirty Dancing and the dancing in there, and they were like sort of reenacting it for me. And I'm like, this is not something I want to see. Um, <laughs> surprised we didn't get a sibling after that. <laughs> right? Um, I, I liked the oh uh, six God. days later with Arnold and Michael Rooker. Oh, yeah, oh, but that was oh, like the, 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 Yeah, the sixth day. The clone. Oh, yeah. Sorry, this is clone yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed the film, too. So, um, the, well, the elf, it's back to 2003, yeah. phone booth. Yeah, Colin Farrell, Keith yeah. Sutherland. It's a good, it's a good movie. There was some hype for that, and then it... <clears throat> I remember coming out, reading about that. I used to read about movies a lot, like, what's coming out? What's happening? I was way more excited about movies and, like, been disappointed so many times. But I remember reading that, like, they were going to make a lot of that movie in one shot. And then I feel like I saw it, and it didn't turn out that way. Maybe the rid was it a remake, and the original did that or something. But it, it turned out to be a little more Hollywood than I was led to think it would. It, it wasn't bad; it was still pretty good. But it, I don't know if anyone else remembers that kind of like. Am, am I misremembering? I don't remember whether that was supposed to be. I remember I I saw it once, and I mostly because Kiefer Sutherland was in it, and I really like him. But I remember feeling a little <laughs> underwhelmed um, at the time. However, if I rewatched it, I might like it more. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know. yeah, but there's the but 
but there's no there's no more phone booths, so it's just not relevant. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> Has anybody here seen Elf? Of course. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, it's a classic. I'm ashamed to admit I watched that stupid movie. <laughs> I have never seen that movie, to be honest. A lot Peter of people really, as a really like it. I remember what? Corey watching it one time. Like like it. I like it. When he saw the, when, he, when, he, when he saw the Santa at the mall, that was hilarious. Yeah, no, he's not Santa. This not Santa. <laughs> okay, so I'm not a huge yeah. Will Ferrell fan. I don't think he's all that funny. You I just don't. Step Brothers. He's I have funny. no desire like to see Step Brothers at all. He was okay I, in the Lego Movie. I mean, I think he's one. I think so many main comedians. It's weird. It's like once they're like really famous and they get big roles, they like all of a sudden they become like they play to a broad audience and they lose their appeal to me where uh, even you could look at like Steve Martin and shit like that back in the day or like Ben Stiller like you're talking about when he's the lead or like Jack Black even it's like and and, like uh, Will Ferrell I feel like they get so big that you know them for almost as you know them as much for their bad stuff more than their good stuff I think Will Ferrell really is funny but he's done a lot of movies too that are not so good like are just okay, We're, or maybe he's not as funny in the movie as he could be. But I think he's really funny. He's done enough things that have cracked me up. Yeah, a lot I, of people I, I can definitely say I'm I'm not like a fan of his newer stuff or a lot of stuff I've seen in him recently. Yeah. But when he does these small roles in things, like he was he was in Eastbound and Down, and he was like the car salesman, and be that yes. it's, it's again that small role yeah. where you get it's almost like <clears throat> like Tylenol. They're they're good in small doses. Like at a certain point, and in large doses, they'll kill you. Right. So, <laughs> okay, Tim. Yeah, he's also good drumming in the Chili Peppers. Yes, yes, he's a great drummer in the Chili Peppers. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Is that a band or a movie? You've never heard of the Red Hot Chili Peppers? He's the drummer. Oh, I have heard of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but he's yeah. not the drummer. <laughs> he's the drummer. He's the drummer. Mm-hmm. They look no, like twins. They do look like twins. Okay, look- I was like, no, no, he's totally not. They, I know he's not. They were like on like. Conan or something together, a late night show. Yeah. That next together and brought it up. Oh, I'll have to look them up and yeah. see. Um, so there's a Tim. clip from the, the, I can't remember the name of the drummer, but someone shouts out Will Ferrell at a gig and he just fucking throws the drumstick sign and storms off. Fucking sick of this, man. Yes, Alex, I do, but not very often because they are a major pain to edit however i just started i discovered that in obs you can record different audio sources separately (laughs) so now i think if i do any sort of reaction like that it will be much easier to be able to tell when i'm actually talking or responding to the film so the editing i think will go much more quickly than with the audio all combined into one file that's such a pain to have to edit get back to steins yeah well, yes, we do need to get back to Steins Gate, but I was going to mention Dreamcatcher because it was brought up. And Timothy, I remember when I saw Dreamcatcher, I was driving, I was driving home from the weekend at Buddy Indiana's, driving home, and we were talking on the phone. <laughs> I was telling you we had seen the movie and how awful it was. And I was giving a rundown, and I was talking about this guy that was like pooping worms out of his butt. <laughs> Remember you started yeah. laughing so hard and you laughed and laughed and laughed so hard. <laughs> that was 
it's the, the only thing I it's, it's the only thing I think about when I think about the movie Dreamcatcher. <laughs> that actually happened. Yeah. Yes, it was so bad, D. It was so bad. Yeah, they're, they're butthole aliens. <laughs> I think I kind of remember <laughs> you telling me about that. Oh, it was awful. And I just remember when I told Timothy about that, he just like screaming with laughter so hard. <laughs> and I'm driving down the interstate and I'm laughing because you're laughing. And I remember thinking, this is a little dangerous. I'm driving and I'm really cracked up. <laughs> it was the way she described it in the visual that I got. It's just like, what in the hell? We, we've had we've had aliens bursting out of chests. We've had aliens like flying from the skies, but now they're coming out of butts. And it's like, what is happening? So bad, so bad, y'all. Oh my gosh, it was a Stephen King. Yeah, I think what? it was. It was when he. I think it was when he was heavily medicated after his accident because that Maybe. was. Wow. Well, yeah. yeah it, it was. It was. Awful. It, I was like, I I felt embarrassed for Morgan Freeman. That he was in this movie because it was oh, so, so yeah. Yes. That's one of the reasons I watched it, and also because it was a Stephen King. It was just like, oh, this is so bad. As a matter of fact, that is the worst movie I've ever played. In. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone seen Milo? King movie ever? What's that? Milo, no. Worst Stephen Milo? King movie no. ever. What is? My- Wait, Milo? Uh, yeah, it's about a butt monster. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I don't, you know what? I don't. Worst Stephen King movie ever. I don't know. Tim might think it's Cell. Cell was a terrible movie and a terrible book. It was just. God I never awful. watched that all the way through, but off the top of my head, I Wait. feel like Dreamcatcher was just really awful. And I can't think of other Stephen King films that I've disliked as much as as Dreamcatcher. Wait, the Cell was a Stephen King book? Uh, no, not the Cell, just Cell. cell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. The cell with um, uh, Jennifer Lopez Vin- and Vincent and Vincent D'Onofrio. That's a completely different story. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't think. Yeah, it yeah. No, a cell had a was it? Was it? Cell had um, Samuel Jackson and John Cusack because they were also they in also 1408. in fourteen zero eight, which was I think was oh, also Stephen King. King. Yeah, that was weird. Kind of, yeah, yeah. And fourteen and fourteen zero eight was also kind of. That too much. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was very good. Yeah, I like aspects of it, but all together, I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, at the end, I, I felt kind of disappointed. Um, there was an Eddie Murphy movie, The Haunted Mansion, that came out this year. I remember when that was a buzz. I remember that too. I remember if I watched that one, yeah, or it, not. it was a, it was a dud of a movie. It was. It, I, I was annoyed. Really. I'd been on the ride, and I guess I was expecting, even for me to be a kid. I don't know if it's because I was into darker, more macabre thing. Not macabre things. I don't. Not that I expected to be some R-rated movie, but it's just this whole goofy, kitty. It's just I don't know the approach they took with it. Even if it was going to be family friendly, I don't know. I just didn't. It was too yeah. Cool. It, ha- it had like a Casper flubber feel to it. Like it just was right. It's yeah. a Disney movie, so yeah, yeah. Then there's something here called The Missing. Oh, that wasn't that. so great. That was Kate Blanchett and Tommy Lee Jones, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I saw it once and I remember feeling not super impressed with it for whatever reason. And wasn't The Hunted also this year? That was Tommy Lee Jones and yeah, Benicio Del Toro. It was an interesting movie. I, I actually thought it was pretty interesting how it was put together. I was so unimpressed with that film. Really? 
I felt like it was pretty bad. I felt like that, well, like maybe the premise was okay, but there was just no character development. It was, I just it, didn't, it was mainly Benicio de Turo's fault. You mm. think it was his fault or just the writing? I think it was his fault. He was he he himself was stale, but I I like Tommy Lee Jones' character in that movie. I feel like they're both good in almost anything, but the writing was just I was super super disappointed. One one that, that that it I mean it's not a high high rated movie either, but it was one of the first movies that I saw with Vin Diesel where I was like, oh, he can actually do some really good like emotional acting. It was a man apart. I really I liked that movie, despite it not getting like great reviews or anything it was still entertaining i think so yeah we have that on voodoo i have remember you, have you seen it have you seen it d which one was it a man apart i remember was that ben diesel yeah yeah mm-hmm. see at the time i don't think i was allowed to watch but i did i remember hearing like a lot of different things about it so i have to add that, add that to my watch list because i did want to see that at the time but i will i will say like one of the one of the most impactful scenes in that movie was the premise is that he he's a DEA agent. He takes out a cartel, and then the cartel hires somebody to kill his wife, and his wife's pregnant, I think, maybe too. Yeah. So he, he loses his wife and his kid, and then he's he's almost killed too. And he comes out of it, and the the this main drug cartel guy he gets a uh, he gets thrown in prison, and then people are killing his family. So it's like a rival cartel, right. and so he's trying to stop that rival cartel, and he's going to go do a buy. And he's supposed to sell this product, whatever. And they have this meat and he has like, like no patience. And, and somebody like makes a joke to him about like some girl coming on to him and he about gets in this fight in the middle of like setting up a drug deal. Then he goes to do the drug deal. And while he's talking to the guy, all he has to do is get the product and exchange the money. And while the guy's talking to him, he tells him pretty much, yeah, I had to kill this DEA agent's wife. And he goes, and you know what? She was pregnant. And he realized he's looking at the guy that killed his wife. Whoa. And he just grabs the guy, kills him in the middle of everything. And then there's this huge shootout in the middle of the street. And then he just sits down, hunkered by this car, just like holding his head like, what the heck did I just do? And his partner's like, whoa. Like, what? Whoa. That was, it was such an intense scene when this, and, and everyone's trying, these cartel guys are trying to shoot them. They have the undercover guys that are trying to shoot them, and he's just sitting in the middle of it while it's all going down. It was a crazy, crazy scene. That's wow. Cool. I never saw that. That, yeah, that that shit was gnarly. Yeah, I'll try to check that out. I'm not I'm not a big Vin Diesel fan at all. But, no, this, um, is the, this is the one time where his yeah, acting was, was really that, good. Yeah. Other than that, it's, we live my life half a mile at a time. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm going to try to check out Pitch Black, too, because that was recommended a few times. <clears throat> back i think that's one of his better better movies yeah, yeah it's good i uh, don't Did know I, th- I think i have chronicles of riddick which i i, I like to discuss carl urban was in it but pitch black had oh. a good premise it was just really dark for yeah. reasons yeah. for reasons for reasons <laughs> I, as we I know. know i know does carl urban speak with an american accent in chronicles of riddick yes because i'm trying to think yeah, he, because i i thought only He's, I thought he'd only spoken like an American in Judge Dredd. No, he I speaks like I... an American. He speaks like an American in, in uh, Star Trek too. Oh yeah, that's right. And Lord that's of the Rings. Right. Oh, did he? Yeah. I forgot he was in that. He was in the <clears throat> first one, right? He yeah, it's killed like, He was Boromir's brother, Aramir. Is that right? Aramir. Yeah. Or Fer- 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 
Okay. Uh, this, no, he was one of the horse lord people. Yeah, well, I thought he was. Oh, Boromir, Aomer, Aomer. It, it was Boromir's a, brother, though, right? Wasn't he? Wasn't he Boromir's no. brother? Or am no, I getting wrong? Getting mixed okay. up. His okay. brother so, lived in the other city. Okay, so it, it's Aromir then. Aomir. Okay. Yeah. He was the brother of the girl that the woman that lived there, Aowen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, confused the name. Oh my then. goodness! Yeah, I. Yeah, I can. What is everybody's favorite horror movies? I was just gonna say I can quickly answer. It's Halloween 1978, followed very closely by Halloween 2018. But that's easy for me. And it's kind of getting us off track of the 2003. I don't know. If yes, we're going back in time now. I'll just throw out what the ritual. I don't even know if it's the right name. I should know the name, but the one where the four dudes in Europe go, in go the out woods. into the forest, right? Yeah, I yeah, love that it, one. And there's okay. like a monster out in the woods. Yeah, they find a crazy village. That was, <clears> is that is that where that like that tree kind of weird monster with the face, the hands covered in the face? Is that is it was that that with one? Antlers? No, well, I don't want to give it away, but it's yeah, right. I don't think so. I thought I knew what it was, but I don't want to say either. Okay. Um, was that Someone a Netflix? can't wait for the 2010s. Netflix. The Netflix, right? Was that not Netflix? It's, it's Netflix. Netflix. Then I, I, the, I, the, I did see that. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. I really like it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Horror movies, I just think they, they're hard for me to really get pulled in by it. Probably because I took so many film classes. Anytime I'm watching, my brain always goes, oh, I wonder how that was filmed. And I get pulled right out of it. <laughs> oh, speaking my favorite of horror, horror movie, which is the only correct answer, is The Thing. Oh, it's probably the original or the not the original, the not, not the, the John Carpenter version, not the yeah. original original. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do. I do like that movie. It's really I good. think it still holds up. Mm -hmm. to be honest. It does. Yeah. In American and, world. Well, and I, I have to yeah. say that I would have to that's probably good, still default too. to I'd probably have to still default to Alien in general. The first one. Yeah, if that's, the, a, if that's a horror movie, then yeah, Aliens up for sure. Just yeah, and not Aliens, just Alien. But, yeah, I like the the first one for me is the best. The uh, the set the set pieces and the models really even hold up. If you if you get a HD version of that movie, and you watch it, it's still really good. Yeah, we actually yeah. watched that a while ago at mm -hmm. Buddy Indiana's, and I remember uh, Corey was mentioning how it actually in HD, Blu-ray HD, it mm -hmm. looks really, it still it looks really good, really good. for yeah. a seventy-nine movie. Right. Even 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 Blade Runner, it's if you get the HD version, you watch the HD. Yeah. The 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 police cruisers flying down, all that stuff looks really clean. See, it's funny because uh, I wa recently watched Midnight Run, and just all the work that they did to make it look really nice. And, I like what yeah, I think it still holds too that movie because of all yeah. the stuff that they did to make it look better. Yeah, something just clicked in my head, which is why horror maybe doesn't stick out to me as much, and I don't rewatch it as much. Is because that's the most like once you've seen it once, it never can really replicate like the scariness. Once you know what's for me at least, the first time, it, the second time is never better or as close to as good as the first time. When I'm really, like a subsequent viewing of a, a horror, horror movie. movie in a horror. Um, movie. Oh, tell. I'm tell so sin, tell sin that about tell sin about that about Halloween. Yeah, no, that, say, that subsequent yeah. viewings don't change it. 
Yeah, no, it does not. And if I watch it and it's nighttime, I cannot take the dogs out at night. Someone else has to do it for me. Don't yeah, worry, then Michael is going to pay you a visit. It's, it's so stupid. It really is dumb that I'm still that scared of it. But yeah, no, it really is. I still have nightmares about it. You do realize he could pay you a visit anytime he wanted to. I know, but you got that damn mask. Don't come down here with that mask on. Hmm. I will say that an American werewolf in London, which is which is my answer, um, it, for whatever reason, I just it does not. I wouldn't be inclined to walk into a subway by myself anyway. But that whole oh, yeah. where he's right. there by himself, and then the thing, yeah, I just I can't, I can't. Yeah, I have a thing about about subways ever since I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah, that it was really a good film. I like that. I remember as a kid remembering how he changed that the one time in that room, and I was like, "Whoa!" I was kind of blown away by that. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty gruesome. Uh, no, you're thinking Blade, Blade Runner, Blade Runner, uh, Blade. Blade really Two is kind of creepy with those vampires. Um, Very. Those some freaky ass vampires, but I I liked them. They were it, it was yeah. cool how they. I was going to mention the Italian job. Someone uh, mentioned the Italian job. I actually toyed with the idea of watching it recently because it was a 2003 but i didn't have time have you guys seen it yeah, yeah. it's been a while i feel like it was a good heist movie it was a good it was a good heist movie yeah, i like I movie. Didn't kind of continue because it was a really solid film I really i think it. i think one of the reasons that i have never watched it is because it's a heist movie and those aren't really my favorite type of films she doesn't watch. She doesn't like watching Donald Sutherland die over and over. I mean, all his movies. Oh, wait! Don't say that. Is he in there? <laughs> Donald Sutherland doesn't die in all his movies. <laughs> he's he's like he's he's like almost the older version of Sean Bean. <laughs> he's, he's always getting taken out. That sounds wait. fun. That would be fun. I thought about. I thought about actually doing something time. like that. Me too. Oh, well, it wasn't really reaction. It was a watch party. Watch party. And you know what, Colin? I still haven't edited the rest of it. I did the I did 30 minutes. I have to do it in parts. Oh man. But remember how wonky the tech was? Like it was watch um, it again. It was yeah, it was off season. <laughs> I feel like we should do it again. Because <laughs> yeah. I can watch it. That would be fun, actually. I wouldn't mind. 2004, we could do a reaction to uh one night in Paris. What's that? I don't Paris know. Is <laughs> Okay, oh. Yeah. oh yeah, that. Oh, I can't. it's Sorry. actually hard for me to pick uh, a favorite horror movie. See, I never trust him. Whenever he like gives a suggestion like that, I'm like, I okay, I just know it's he's coming. It's coming from some bad place. So he's coming. It's coming from a bad place, Simon. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't figured it out. I thought he was talking about Midnight in Paris. I thought he was talking at first. I thought he was talking about that that movie. Uh, um from Paris with love, and I was like, wait, wait, what? Well, I, I forgot. That's Tango in Paris, which is a very <laughs> Yeah, I would rather not see that either. I don't want to do a good She's made a lot of sex tips, hasn't she? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. But that's a, that's a good suggestion, and maybe we will. I would love to do that. Because I was thinking today, I was thinking, D, it would, it would be really fun to watch a movie with you that we've never seen before. Oh, because yeah. you and I have very similar tastes, and we think pretty similarly about the stuff that we watch. I think it'd be kind of cool. Oh, absolutely. So, we'll do something down, like that. Down and down anytime. Why not? Right, right. We'll just have to figure out which one. Yeah, there's so many. That's the issue. I know. And I go see movies in the theaters all the time. So, right. 
So on that note, I'm probably going to uh, dip out. If that's yeah, you hung around two hours. I think last time it was three. Yeah, it was three, and I didn't. I literally didn't realize. <laughs> you can hang out. around for about thirty more minutes. Is he gonna? Uh, D, are you gonna give your your top three? Top three. Okay. Yeah. So the, so the thing is, I don't. I, there are obvious ones. So like, of course, Return of the King and and Finding Nemo and like Pirates of the Caribbean. Those are kind of obvious ones. Yeah. Those yeah. are films I love. Um, but I will go with. I really, I really enjoy uh, Bad Santa, so that would probably be my uh, number three. It just was not a film I saw coming, and then just even I wasn't, I wasn't that young. Um, but just even the whole idea of, of of a Christmas film and a film centered around Santa to to go where it goes, um, it was it was a really hilarious film. I have to rewatch that one soon. Um, my second one would probably be. Um, Girl with the Pearl Earring. You know, I love oh. my period pieces. Yeah, so, you've mentioned that one before in some of your videos. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. and so it's uh, Colin Firth and um, Scarlett Johansson. And basically it's about, um, it's a very famous painting called Girl with the Pearl Earring. And it's kind of giving this, um, the the inspiration and this young maid and the relationship they kind of develop um, as her having this artistic vision and him being an artist and all the conflict that causes because they're in this household and not everyone agrees with how that plays out and then how the painting comes about. So it's a really beautifully made film. The, the performances are great. I still think this is probably Scarlett Johansson's best performance. I wish she had done more stuff like this. But um, Colin Firth is great. The whole film is just a really like excellent film. And uh, my number one, um, maybe it's an obvious one, but it's just a really enjoyable movie, um, Kill Bill Volume 1. Yeah. Um, just love mm -hmm. it. Um, even beyond the action, it's like the, the soundtrack. That's like one of my favorite soundtracks yeah. ever. Like every yeah. single song, the way they incorporate like that. I think that might have been one of the earliest films that got me into like hardcore, like violence and kind of gore stuff. <laughs> before that, I was very like, eh. And I was I was surprised by how mesmerized I was by like the carnage. So yeah, <laughs> mesmerized by <laughs> it's beautiful. Is that your favorite Tarantino, or do you have a different favorite? Do you know? It's hard. I would say it's hard between that and um, hard between that and Django. And I actually really like Death Proof. Uh, Death Proof also. Yeah. Um, so I probably have to go back in. But Kill Bill is probably uh, uh, where you kind of go to. It's, it's definitely up there. So before you, before you go, if you um, I I don't know what year it came from, but there's a movie called Four Rooms. It's got Tim yeah. Roth in it. And it's yep. um, I got Antonio Banderas, I think. Have you seen it, D? No, but I okay. That so, so there it, it's broken down into several little parts, and the last part actually has Quentin Tino, uh, Quentin Tarantino, and I can't remember who else he's with in the room. It's like another high-profile actor, I think. Is it uh, Bruce Willis? Yes, yes, it's Bruce yes. Willis. And so the story is about this bellhop that has to go between all these. And Ross is the bellhop, right? Yeah, yeah. And so the ago. very last one is ends with being in the uh like the penthouse suite with quentin tarantino and the film is shot all in one take and there's oh, just, there's, there's loads of dialogue but it is so smooth and the, and then how it yeah. ends is hilarious so you have yeah. to uh you have to watch that movie and if you don't have time to watch the movie watch that last segment yeah okay. i agree definitely okay cool sounds good um, i'm going to my watch list right now all right <laughs> All right, Dave. Thanks for joining us. Definitely. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. Appreciate yeah. it. Next, touch time. About the next, next time you you can stay three I hours. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably have to dip out too. I gotta have dinner with 
the K already ate without me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, before you go, see you, D. Well, I'm Bye. definitely gonna, I'm definitely gonna say, um, Kill Bills, Kill Bills in there, uh, Bad Boys too, probably because it's one of the ones from that yes, year that I've watched the most, and know. also, um, was it also The Last Samurai came out that year, right, with Tom yep. Cruise and Ken mm-hmm. Watson? Yeah, that's a, it's a phenomenal movie in my opinion. It's, it's, it's really interesting. Um, Daddy. I know, I know some people give it a little bit of hate, but I thought it was a great movie. I've watched that movie several times over the last few years. I probably should give it another viewing soon. Yeah, I should rewatch it. I watched it a couple times. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I saw it, it once. Really it reminded me of Dances with Wolves, except in Japan. Yeah, except, yeah. I, I have know. never I think, seen that movie. I think Dances with Wolves is I worse. Mean, was worse, <laughs> really? Yeah, because, because, I, mean, I, I don't know. There's, it okay. some, there's, some, just, there's something just, about Kevin Costner's acting in that movie. And dances just, with wolves, yeah. Yeah, he was just almost trying too hard, whereas Tom Cruise is not seeming like he was trying to go overboard with his assimilation, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm coming. All right, well, I'll see you guys later. Uh, I'll probably right. watch the last part of the stream and catch everybody else's top threes. Um, by the way, was it was it Simon you gave your, your three last time of... um. Were you on the last stream where they were going over? Yeah, he's, and, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it was as I was watching it, and you said it was Road, Road to Perdition, it was The Departed, and uh, Catch Me If You Can. And I was like, it's funny because it was a Leah, a Leah movie, a Hanks movie, and a Leah Hanks movie. Yeah, as soon as you said it, I was like, that's interesting. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, you wrote that on the comment, I think. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you guys have a good night. You too. Bye, Tim. Have a good night. All right. Tim. All right. Bye. Daddy. Well, that was yeah. fun. He could join us. I, I don't usually send them invites because he's usually busy and working, and so is my other brother. But I was like, oh, I'll just send it just in case. So. What's his real name? I don't want to keep referring to him as Turd. <laughs> his real name is Tim. 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 Timothy. We call him Tim. Yeah. I like having six people. There are some who call me Tim. What? It keeps, it keeps me better. <clears throat> oh, it's a. Uh... Monty Python, the Holy Grail. Thing. Oh, okay. All right. I Tim wouldn't. He would get that. He likes that. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's nice to have a a bunch of people. Sometimes you know we talk over each other, and some people can't hear or whatever. But it's too bad we can't get John. Six is a good number. It gets if it's too much more than that, it's it's a weird balance. Really, like then it's eight or ten is kind of gets to be a lot. Bit it of chaos. Yeah. But then three or four, I feel like I I don't want to talk too much. John. But I do. You gotta join us for this. Who? Who are you talking John. about? John. Or oh, sorry, Joe. Never mind. Joe. Oh. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> sorry. John. What, John? Not John. It's Joe. Okay. Well, I guess I'll list my top three okay. for 2003. We talked about a bunch. Of, we've talked about all of these already, so none of them would be as like I liked X2. X-Men 2. Underworld, obviously. And I was going to say, you know, despite the issues with Terminator 3, I was going to say maybe that was in my top three, but having rewatched Out of Time again, mm-hmm. I feel like that edges it out for sure. So, right. mm-hmm. so I, And I don't feel, probably I feel the strongest about X2 and Underworld more than Out of Time. But Underworld. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's kind of tough. Like, I feel like honorable mentions would probably mm-hmm. be for me Kill Bill and Out of Time. And then it would be, it would probably yeah. be 
Um, well, see, okay, the three would could change, but number one will always be Underworld for me. And then mm-hmm. two, maybe Pirates, and then three, actually. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Pirates. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. That was a fun film. But those I'm... those can actually switch. Yeah. Wait, what was three you said? Wait. Pi- uh, three, Underworld two Pirates? Was, two was Pirates, and then three was X-Men. And X Underworld Pirates X and Kill Bill. But number one will always be Underworld. Yeah, I, I just I love that movie. And honorable mentions would be out out of time and Kill Bill. I really enjoyed Pirates, so that was a surprisingly Me fun too. film. I remember yeah. when it came out the weekend. I think the weekend after Terminator Two, I mean Terminator Three, yeah. and it bumped Terminator Three from the number one spot. And I remember like, ah, dang it, you know. Yeah, but the commercial, the trailers looked really fun. I did not see that on the big screen. I didn't see it. Until I remember now. seeing trailers for that back then. Yeah, and I remember the different scenes that they showed. And then by the time the second one came out, I'd already seen the first one, and I did like it a lot because I felt like Johnny Depp was just—he was so. Oh, good. he was the best just, part about the. Just looking at him, <laughs> just he's yeah. the way he carries his body, Jack the way he, the look good. on his face—he's so funny. Yeah, but, uh, I really yeah. like that movie. I didn't think I would. I thought it was like, oh, Disney. It's yeah, really right. Safe, yeah. corporate. And then I saw. eventually saw it. I don't think I saw it in the theater, but I did see it after a while. You know, it was so popular. I was like, yeah, it's not going to be that good. And then I was like, oh, man, I do like this a lot. Like, Jack yeah. Sparrow. It was just a fun movie. And Absolutely. I, I had a crush on Kira Knightley. And yeah, I bought the DVD and watched it a few times. I like the second. We talked about the second one. You know, that's my second favorite. one's really funny. I really enjoyed yes. that until the end. I love I, that was. I love it because it's all like. Oh, I hated that. He... I love the locale, the lo- the scenery makes it that I don't even remember what the plot was. I just remember the scenery is all blue skies and lot ocean, pretty you know trees. And they water. spend a lot of time in the jungle, but the the very end was on the the boat. Um, I always and that monster, and he he dives into the monster. Into the mouth of the monster. And that's that how it like, ended. And I hated that ending. Yeah. It was like the big squid oh. or whatever. Yeah, I hated that way that yeah. ended. hated. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Oh, Turo, I, I keep clicking I, it. And then you click. And then we... Um, I remember seeing that uh, the second movie in, in movie theaters at the time. And I remember the Kraken scenes always disturbed me. I love the Kraken scenes. I remember sitting up front in the front row because it was like coming down yeah. <laughs> wasn't even 3D, the front but... row the very front row that's like one of the worst places yeah to i always i said that i always sit in the second row and i put my feet up on the front row oh my every goodness. time i go to a movie unless really? i really care if i'm with uh, some usually when i go with people i'll abandon them and go up to the second they have to come <laughs> up with me one if i don't really care if it's not like a visual stunner i usually only go to the theater for visual stunners and then i go up in the front row the very front row see that hurts my eyes to be that close to the yeah. screen it's just oh, like, you put your feet you put your feet back on the front row and you it's just still too close it's still too close <laughs> you gotta look around to see it all that's what it makes you feel like you're in there because you're like what's going on over there otherwise i see other people's heads and i'm like i'm in a movie theater if i'm in but the do you have the type of do you what type of movie theater do you go to does it have like the big recliner oh. seats or yeah, um, well, no, they did upgrade them what they used to be. They're kind of reclinery. They're pretty big in reclinery. It's, uh, it's not an AMC. It's a Hollywood Regal 
whatever. Oh, Regal. Yeah, it's all right. It's, it's like we have a 14 screen and an 8 screen, so it's not like I don't have a big 30 screen AMC or anything. Oh, it's, yeah. It's I don't a, think we have – we don't have one that big around here, but – yeah, I like those big, nice chairs. I think I saw Open Range maybe once, and I could not tell you now what it's about. I think it's a Western, but that's all I remember. So, um, yeah, we can in ours, too. I mean, I guess it depends which one you go to, but the, the one that we go to, Cinemark, you can, you can order drinks and food and, like, actual meals and stuff. That's cool. They only yeah. have at the independent theater here. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of the way it used to be. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. The smaller sort of, yeah. Well, I'll do my top three. Okay. Because um, I think we talked about two of them. Yeah, we talked about, and I will honorable mention Pirates and, and like, uh, like Dee said, Pirates and Return of the King. You know, I love those movies. But we've talked about them. Everyone knows about those. So I, I will say top three for the year. Probably number one is Kill Bill. Mm -hmm. And we talked about that. I love Tarantino. And it is, for me, it's peak Tarantino. But it is close. I like, you know, he's, I like his different style. All his different movies. Um, then Matrix Reloaded we talked about. And that action scene alone is just, I uh, love it so much. Really cool. And then. We talked about it multiple times. So I know you really like it. Yeah. Yeah, that was one that, yeah, lived up to the hype. I saw it. I was real excited about it going into it, and then it lived up to it, and I saw it a bunch of times in theaters. I rarely do movies live up to my excitement, but that one did. And then my favorite movie we didn't talk about. So um, <clears throat> I don't know if anyone's seen it, but I highly recommend it to martial arts fans. The trailer I put on this um, Discord, Ongbok. Tony Jaa. Oh, Ombak. Yeah, that's right. You brought you mentioned that before, and I actually made a mental note to check that out, and then I forgot. Well, if you've watched the trailer, I mean, it, the trailer gives you a taste, and um, that is like probably my favorite martial arts movie after Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee. Okay. And I could go on about that. I would highly recommend it. It's spelled. It's two words. O N G B A K. B A K. Yeah. And it's Thai, um, Tony Jaw. I was sure he was going to be a huge star. And I think it just boils down to he never learned to speak English very good. Yeah, I think you mentioned that. I remember you saying something about thinking that he was going to really hit it big. Mm -hmm. Does he still act? But just like in Yeah, his I mean, he was actually in, what was it? The last, not the last, but the second to last Fast and Furious movie, I think. And he was just like a, an, a goon in one scene. Oh, oh okay. Lieutenant or Boone, you know, didn't have a line, just fought The Rock or something. Okay. So, I mean, he's still making movies, but he never really got big. Um, he didn't cross over. Yeah, and so I don't know what the deal is. I mean, I don't know. But Ongbok is, like, the most impressive thing ever. I mean, I saw the previews. I saw the, I remember a commercial on TV came out, and I never heard of it. And I was like, holy crap. And I went, I think it was actually 04. And it came on DVD. I went and bought the DVD. And like, man, it's like, I had never, also, this was like before in 04, MMA was maybe starting off, but it wasn't like it is today. It was not like a huge thing that was everywhere. I didn't really know about Muay Thai at the time. So this was my introduction to that as well. And, oh man, just like, he fights so well. He can jump really high. He is such a 
control. He does, like I said, mm-hmm. all his own. There's no CG. And I remember talking about him before where, he, like, Jackie Chan has more balls, and he does crazy shit, and he's obviously really athletic. But I, Tony Jaw, I think, is more impressive with, like, how just how more he More artistic looking. The maybe way not artistic, but just maybe it is artistic, but it, it's like he can jump higher and do things that most, even most martial arts dudes, I don't think, can do. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just really, like, fast and jumpy, and his fighting is so fun to watch. And the, this movie and then the one that came next, The Protector, are his two best movies. Um, and they're just, if you're a martial arts fan, I can't recommend them enough. They, they've got so many good fights. And it's just like, and then like kind of boring story, story, whatever. Well, the story's not so great. What did you think not, of The Raid? The Raid? I saw it once and honestly, like, it was good, but it didn't blow me away. Honestly, I was amazed by that one. And the, I don't choreo- know, the fight choreography just that, that did blow me away. The wait, is that a what is that about? It's a martial looked, arts movie. I looked forward to the raid a lot. I was really hyped on it, and I remember seeing it and being like, "Yeah, it's good," but it didn't stick with it. Didn't blow me away like I wanted. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, uh, and maybe it's because of movies like Ong Bak and The Protector, where okay. because those Tony Jaa movies, you're spoiled by those. They raised the bar so high. Yeah. That something like the raid, I think at best it met the bar or came just a little short of it. So to me, it wasn't that exciting. Um, I don't know. I wanted to love it, and it's not bad, but it's just um, I think Tony John movies are better. I think at least his first two, they're just so crazy good to me. But again, it maybe not everyone feel that way. But as the non martial arts scenes aren't that great, you know, it's okay. It's passable. But um, and watching him fight, man, is, is really exciting for me more than any other. Only Bruce Lee matches where it's like this mm. guy kicks some ass. Um, so that he's always really excited me. And I love Hong Bok. Gotta say that. Gotta bring. And so I was thinking, actually, my three favorite movies this year: Kill Bill, Hong Bok, and then Matrix Reloaded. It's really all about action. Three of my favorite action movies this year. It's those three right there. So, yeah, for a good year for action movies, not a lot else that I like a whole lot. And that's it. Okay. Simon? Top three? Yeah. Uh, before we get into that, I was just looking at the film debuts, and there's a bunch of notable names. Yeah. What's up? Uh, Maharshala Ali in oh. Making Revolution. In, Around in the Cosgrove in the School of Rock. Benedict Cumberbatch. Into Kill a King, Zach Efron, Selena Gomez, Eva Green, Anna Kendrick, Danny Bride, Chris Pratt, Lee Winnell, who was the writer of Saw and Insidious, uh-huh. and Kirsten Wake. Oh, and Dexter himself, Michael C. Hall. Uh, what was his debut? What was it? Paycheck. Oh, yeah. I almost watched that film. I think I saw it a long time ago. And I almost rewatched it in preparation for this but then i thought no i've seen it before so i'm not going to rewatch it but then i saw michael c hall was in there <laughs> and that tempted me because yeah. i like him okay interesting i did not realize that was his first i think i've seen that i can't remember there's a lot going on for me in 2003 so mm-hmm. so top three is 21 grams john penn john penn benicio del toro mm-hmm. etc that's a drug movie, right? That's probably why I didn't watch it. No. 
No, it's not. Twenty one grams, but it's the weight of a soul, right? Yeah. Strike by inner too. Okay, what's the premise for? <laughs> it's about <laughs> guilt, really, I suppose. It's a complex drama. Yeah. That's why okay. I think I watched it once and I was like, it's good, but I can't I couldn't watch it. Okay, yeah, they, they describe it as a psychological drama. For some reason, the title made me think it had to do with drugs. And also, I'm not mm -hmm. super crazy about Sean Penn. So I was like, eh, pass. But it's not about that. Okay. Yeah, the title refers to, um, I think it's a poem or something. That No, it was some experiment done on people that after they die, they lose 21 grams of weight. And it was some sort of yeah. Christian oh. uh, scientist oh, trying to okay. prove that that was the weight of the soul. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So it's about grief and guilt, and it's it's kind of depressing, but I really liked it. Oh. Okay. It's got uh, yeah Naomi Watts in it and um, Danny Houston. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's good. All right. And number two is Twenty Eight Days Later. Oh yeah, almost. Oh, oh yeah. It, well, I think was that like the American release? See, that's a the thing. They that's got two that's dates. It's got a two thousand two and a two thousand three. Yeah, didn't it confuses me. We might have, but I accept it as this year too because the, oh, yeah. sometimes these movies have different dates and I'll allow it. Two thousand two like in the movie. UK. That's two thousand three oh, in the United yeah. States. That was a very good film. I never forgot that opening scene. Holy cow. Mm -hmm. Like, I uh, have not seen it. And once upon a time in Mexico. What, okay. Mm. Oh, All really? Right. Mm -hmm. Cool. So, what I can't remember if it's, I think it's, I don't remember if they filmed Once Upon a Time in Mexico in the same place where they filmed, um, Des was it, what was that second one called? Desperado. Desperado. Okay. I keep thinking that's wrong. I don't know if they filmed awesome. it in the same place, but I think I'd mentioned before, maybe on a live stream, that um, my husband spent some time in that little town where they filmed that movie, and he recognized like some of the little corner restaurants and this and this. It's kind of funny, oh, but cool. I couldn't remember if it was the same place in Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Well, I believe Desperado was more of a Hollywood production, and I'm sure like on location, whatever you're talking about, I don't know that place. Um, was that I don't know? remember. I don't remember. Was it maybe it was? I don't remember if it was Matamoros or, or no, it was in Mexico. It was one Mexico. of the border places where they filmed. Okay. It was parts of it were in Mexico because he he knew those places. I might be mistaken, but I think once upon a time it was like uh, Austin. Like okay, so maybe it was filmed in a completely different place than than um, Desperado. But at the same time, maybe not only Austin, you know, like movies go to multiple places. locations. Right. Yeah. Come here, Chibi. Yeah, whereas Desperado was based in LA, but I may be mistaken. And then again, like, I don't know about the locations they went to. So. That's cool. That's another one that would be, yeah, I have to mention that one. Like another great action movie. Too. I just remember Johnny Depp losing his eyes. Or losing his vision. Spoiler alert. It happens early movie. on, I thought. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> it happened early on. It was kind of like, it's not like a big, super twisty moment. And I remember, I remember that um, people were feeling like Johnny Depp basically stole the show. 
from the main characters mm -hmm. in that movie. And maybe, I mean, he was like, this was like the year after, the year of uh, Jack Sparrow, you know? So yeah. Yeah. High. He was kind of, I felt like he was kind of making a bit of a comeback from some of his other, like he was starting to hit it big again. Right. Yeah. Jack Sparrow-ish again. Right. Yeah. Like he was like probably an A-lister before Jack Sparrow, but that made him like one of the big names, one of the big Yeah. Names. That once upon a time. I, he's real. I think he's... Wouldn't you say he's more well known for Jack Sparrow? It's probably his most famous role, yeah. Yeah, one mm -hmm. of his, but he's been in so many things, Arturo. He's one. I know of he's been. I like the Nightmare on Elm Street. That was his. That was his debut. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. The animated movie. No, the the first. Oh, Freddy Krueger! Yeah, no, no, no. I'm thinking of Halloween, whatever. Because I was thinking of Edward Scissorhands, Tim Burton. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was the killer. He got killed in horror. Yeah. Yeah, through the bed. <laughs> got dragged Actually, I watched that recently. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. What a bad way to go. <laughs> yep. Okay, I think that's that's all does the anyone remember? Yeah, does anyone remember Calendar Girls? No. That sounds familiar. No. Did that it come was out a, in 2003? Yeah, it was a comedy about a group of uh, old ladies doing charity work and they decided to make a nude calendar oh. <laughs> and it I was very i remember being that. very very popular with women of a certain age <laughs> not you. i never i never saw that movie but i kind of remember it now looking at the poster it's actually a lot oh. of fun really mm -hmm. i was gonna take a quick break are you guys gonna talk for a little more or? well i was gonna bring up the shows yeah i think we're gonna move on to shows probably pretty soon yeah i wanted to talk with you TV a little bit too, so I just need to take okay. a quick break. I need to okay. get my coffee and have my smoke. Get your coffee and have your smoke. <laughs> All right. I'll be, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> okay. Uh, There's a couple um, of Irish movies that came out in 2003. Yeah, or Irish centric. Uh, in America, it's semi autobiographical. Like, depressing. Okay. I'll yeah. You know, there. the only Irish movie I ever saw was that uh, movie about the. what are, what are those animals in the in the ocean called? They kind of act like little dogs. They want to seals. You know, yeah. Oh, you're talking about the the secret of Rowan Einish? Something or other. Rowan, yeah. Whatever. That's like the only Irish movie I've ever seen. Night. And the little girl. Yeah, the, the little girl. She was like, um, wasn't her mother like some sort of sea creature or something? Something or other. Yeah. Gosh, what what were the other ones? Um, uh, Veronica Gurin. Kate Blanchett. Oh, that's she plays the one where she a... played the reporter. Yeah. The true story, I remember. Mm -hmm. I remember um, hearing about her when she got killed. Yeah. And then they made the movie. I yeah, she was investigating the, yeah. the sort of drug scene in Dublin. Yeah. And ended up getting assassinated for it. Yeah. And Spoiler. That, I, yeah, well, I mean, if you know the story, you, that's one of the yeah. reasons I didn't watch it because I was just like, ah, I don't want to see that. But um, wasn't she the one? Was it her story where she asked the person who was going to kill her and she knew that's what was going to, she asked them not to sh shoot her face? Or is that somebody else? Not to shoot her I in the think face? It's been a long time since I saw the movie, but yeah, I think that's it. Was she assassinated in her home or in her car? Because I can't. Wait, is this a Cold War movie? No. No. Uh -uh. Cause I, 
because there might have been a story about another reporter that had a hit on them too and i can't and sometimes i feel like i'm mixing them together yeah again it's been like 20 years since i saw it but yeah i remember liking it did they ever find the killer i don't know the actual (laughs) gunman i don't know oh the unsolved people should (laughs) have Should have done that. I just remember hearing about it and remember thinking it was just absolutely terrible. You know, wait, when did wait, 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 when did this happen? I don't remember what year it happened, but I I knew of it because it was reported. At some point, I found out about it. Maybe like a true crime type thing or some sort of news report that this reporter had been um, killed. She'd been murdered because of stuff she was investigating. Was it like mob? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he was yeah. saying, drug type stuff. Uh, oh. Gosh, I, I don't think I've ever heard of that. Yeah, I stayed away from the film. And were there any more? Eh, no, that's it. Just those two. Okay. There were other what couple did we t- didn't mention, though. Yeah, wh- which ones? Uh, let's see, Identity? Oh, yeah, that's it. When I found out what that was about, I was like, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's I like- liked it. I, a lot of people did, and probably, I mean, I just think the premise the, the premise of those types of films always feels like a cop-out type of thing to me. Yeah. So I never watched it because I found out what it was about, because I felt like if I watched it not knowing and then I found out, I would be pissed. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, that's the one with John Cusack, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember who else is in it. I can't remember who. I, I'm going to look it up and see. Another movie that came out was uh, Eli Roth's directorial debut, Cabin Fever. Oh yeah, that's right. You know, I actually oh, I saw so that good. movie. Um, isn't that the one? I'm pretty sure this was because there there've been different. He there's a second so one. one the flesh eating virus. Right, and I think isn't there a scene in there like this girl shaven, or something, and uh, something happened like her her leg like it's it's like real. I just remember there yeah. was a scene. Yeah. And I remember that it was Eli Roth as well. And he's mm-hmm. on Shudder. He's got like a documentary series on Shudder talking about horror films. And he showed up before on uh, Joe Bob Briggs, The Last Drive-In. Um, yeah. I, he's the dude who played in... Uh, oh, shoot. Uh, oh, my Glorious Bastards. Bastards. Yeah. yeah. I think that's hey. the very first time I ever saw him. Simon, do you or noticed him? Do you uh, have a YouTube channel? No. You ever thought about doing one? I've thought about it. Why well, haven't you done it? Uh, what, would you, what would you do if you had one? What, what What would it be about? Well, I am planning to do one, not under my name, but it's a programming channel. But... I was wondering if it'd be like tech related. Yeah, so. but no, I'm thinking of maybe doing a movie one. You know a lot of trivia as well. I think Derek is also thinking about um, d- doing like some sort of movie-related trivia type thing. He he's in the middle of a move, and he's going to set up like this movie room and everything with all his DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff. So that'd nice. be cool if you did. Colin, never, you, you ever... I would be your first subscriber, Simon. Yeah, I was gonna. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not a very talkative person, so. Yeah, you I'd be like, quiet yeah, during right. you could, well, How about you make it like a mystery? <laughs> make the I trivia so. like a, sound like a mystery cool. thriller. 
So I'm be a great co-host, pulling up the facts, <laughs> throwing in some jokes. With his twisted sense of humor. In the cast of Martian Child, after you mentioned Cusack, Martian Child, and looked at Amanda Pete's picture on there when you said her name. And oh, you were looking at her picture right when I said her name. That's weird. I guess that's yeah. Actually, stuff like that happens sometimes. Simon, have you ever tried to write a story or something? I've had ideas, but I don't really know how to structure them. Yeah. Like, I'm good with premises, but that's about it. Maybe, well, I wonder if, like, a screenplay would be easier. You know, I started with that. Yeah, I, I, I would do that with my scripts because it's just easier. <laughs> just Yeah, easier than writing, like, a whole novel. I am. Well, the premise I'm most fond of that I came up with, which I hope your brother doesn't steal it, is uh, <laughs> it's it, I don't I've had, it's just a premise right now. I don't know what exactly I do with it, but they used to have uh, nuclear bomb watch parties in Nevada. Wow. Oh, when they would test in, them. Yeah, back in the fifties, test bomb. Oh, okay, parties. yeah, yeah. I think I've, I. I always thought that would be like a very good sort of Mad Men esque kind of show. Hunter, Hunter S. Thompson. But, I don't know. <laughs> But what sort of uh, themes you'd sort of weave through it? I don't know. Yeah, it's a cool idea for that. A would semi- be an interesting premise, though. Yeah, yeah. I love. Yeah, I'm, that's why I don't do YouTube because I always I want to talk. I love talking, but Colin, really, you should. Well, do it now is I need, I should write a book, which is what I've been saying yeah. I should do. Since You've been like saying 15, that for a while. <laughs> yeah, about twenty years. So. I, anytime I get free time, I think of like, oh, I should do this. I'm like, no, I actually should what do what I say I've been. What <laughs> type of book, like what type of genre are you most interested in? Fantasy type stuff? Have you ever heard of Royal Road? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. You know, it's sad. It's probably, I know it's like, if you're trying to write, you need to read all the time, but I don't read much. Yeah, time. you do. It's, it is highly book. advised anyway. Yeah. I but still Royal... read sometimes, but not a lot. Well, I mentioned Royal Road to you because that's a it's a website and oh. people will independent writers will go there and they'll post their stories up and people will cool. maybe give them feedback or have discussions about them or whatever. And we've actually cool. picked up several novels from Royal Road that we work on oh. um, in our audiobook production. But it might be a place you could kind of get started out. I mean, it's just, it's me. It's all about self-discipline. Like I have a great story. Yeah. I think it's a great story and I have, I have the outline done and it's just writing it out. And it's, I'm just yeah, that's hard putting off to the next day. I'm at the point now where I'm like, when this, when I'm beat this video game, man, I'm going to get, I'm almost done. This is what game. you should do. You should carve out like 10 or 15 minutes a day just to write just a little. Have you ever heard of the Pomodoro technique? What? That sounds familiar. Yes. Is that the 25 minutes or 20 minutes? It is. Yeah. 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You set a timer for 20 minutes. You basically take it in small chunks. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for 20 minutes, you're going to do some writing. And then if you still feel like doing it, you still have another 20 minutes, do some more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it means like it gets you into the habit of always doing little chunks at least. Yeah, I used to write a lot. I used to be real good when I was young. I was like, I'm going to be a writer. I'm going to make it. So for even from like 17 or 18, there was a period I was writing almost every day and I turned out a lot of stuff. 
but it was um, just it. I was trying to write screenplays and comic books, which you know you can't. You got to collaborate, and I just didn't have the collaboration ability. I could, situation. I could, I could suggest a a freelancer place. Well, I'm. I mean, I have now. I have my whole plan. It's like I can write this book, and then when I write the book, I could do like what Sin is saying. You know, there's options like Royal Road, get it out there, find people to just then you just get people to read it. You know, but well, it, you got to have the product before you can. There's a streamer on Twitch called LL McRae, and every she does a weekly series called Manuscript Monday, where she just goes over. She's specifically a fantasy writer. So she just, just goes over all the stuff that goes into her job of doing that, whether it's self-discipline, whether it's structure and story, characters, whatever. So you can probably and check it out. That's on Twitch? Yeah. Okay. There's also an author um, on YouTube. His name is Michael Laron. He's I had him on my channel. I interviewed him. He was the author I did my very first audio book for. And he his whole channel revolves around writing. And I think like every like once a month he has like this collaborate not collaboration but like a time when everybody gets on lives he live streams and people join the live stream i don't know if they directly join to talk but like they watch the live stream and it's called power half hour or writing power half hour or something like that and they just people just join to write have you ever also joined maybe thought about joining NaNoWriMo or anything like that i don't know about anything Oh, you don't. I no. guess I just assume because you're into writing, maybe you would like well, NaNoWriMo is like, I think they do it every October. And the for me, it's about writing. Like, I, I always tell myself, once I'm writing, I'll get into that. But it feels like I feel wrong to be like getting into writing clubs and stuff and not be writing every day. So I'm kind of like, and I, once I'm writing every day, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Weeds, my love. Mary Jane. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that's, I, I need to write, you know, maybe this year. That's yeah. why I think if you just do it in little tiny chunks, like Simon was saying. Well, I used to. I know I have it, the capability. Just I getting back into it is. Because. Well, I would tell myself, you know, one page a day is 360 pages a year. Like, it's it's not, it, that's almost, I mean, it's... One page a day is actually of, a lot. Yeah, yeah. But I would, I would write amount one of page words a day. a day. That's what I'm saying. I would write one page a day every day almost back in the day. 18, 19, 20, 21. And then it just kind of like, it didn't go anywhere and I got disheartened. And then since then I haven't, I've written a sum, but not a lot. And it's just kind of getting my getting mature and doing it yeah it, do, it does take discipline it takes a lot of uh, yeah and time and you know revisions are a pain getting the first draft down you know and then revisions like uh yeah so far i've like finished two scripts and yeah usually the revision is the longer one because then you have to you, you kind of have a, more ideas you could add to something and then fixing stuff and then you start to doubt you start to doubt you start to doubt your story and you know oh, it needs well, something more it should be better not, I, mean, I wouldn't say i would doubt it but whether or not it makes sense you know 
like it does it make any sense at all with what's going on in a story yeah it's challenging for sure the only revision that i'm doing differently is my manga where i i actually wrote the whole thing i'm just going back and writing bad concept designs and just changing the script to make it fit better you talking about the one that you're having the girl from fiverr draw you the pictures for yeah, like I'm doing that a little differently than, mm -hmm. let's say, a novel. I draw the concept, and then I look at the what I wrote originally. And, you know, I look back, and it's like, man, that's kind of cringy. So I have to <laughs> make it a little bit. Your original concept art, it's... <laughs> Stop what you're talking well, okay, about. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? I've actually been trying to take the time with these latest concepts to kind of draw a little bit better so it's giving me some practice <laughs> well the artist does a good job taking what you what you see and turning it into something like little circle heads <laughs> <laughs> yeah right and stick figures but no like no, for I... a manga or a comic i could say that's probably an easy way to do it draw a bad concept design i did a, a lot of that you know actually when I say I want to write, my ultimate goal, if I can just do anything, what I'm passionate, what I would love to do is storyboard, which is yeah. writing visually. Like, I love yeah. to not just write a story, but picture framing and scale of how that story is told. So that's how I told, that's how I used to write screenplays and uh, my graphic novels. I would storyboard every shot of the graphic novel, as well as write, I would storyboard because I want, to me, that's part of the storytelling is what's the angle and the scale and the flow of information told visually. And I, man, I, I just never had people to talk with about. So I, I was so excited where, you know what, you need to make a uh, channel dedicated to how you made your like, first book and you could show all these concepts you had uh, back then. Uh, Did you take storyboarding classes? No, I just do it in my, like, cause that when I wanted to, Right, make movies. That's ultimately what I would love to do is write and direct movies. And that's what I realized. <laughs> that's what I realized is um, right. I, I want to write, direct, edit at the very least those three things. Probably sound, just probably sound, kind of track it as what, not write the sound, but coordinate, e edit sound. Because, and so when I would write screenplays, essentially I would write the number one dash and then describe everything that happens in the first shot, like all the information you need for the sh first shot of the movie, what the camera's doing, what the camera sees, and then to dash and write everything that happens on the second shot, and then do that about a thousand times, and then you have a screenplay for a movie where I wrote, directed, and edited the whole movie. And I did it like three or four times, and like I know I can make it, but it's all about the collaboration. It's like you, I wrote this shit, and then it's like I go to LA, and I'm like, I got stuff for people to read and they're like, everyone has stuff, oh. everyone has stuff to read. And I'm like, yeah, it's really just, hard. Oh, and then you yeah. finally, someone reads it and it's just some idiot that doesn't like really pay attention. It's like, yep, yep, yep. And it's like, God, I, I don't want to do all this work and then just get ignored. So they, it really disheartened me to where it's like, man, if I had the connections, I would make this shit happen. But it's it sucks to put all this time and effort into something. And then you're like, okay, who wants to see this? And then it's like, nobody. All right. You know, so yeah. start a Kickstarter. No. And yeah. do a Kickstarter and post your full address on it. So if you let anyone down, they'll come and beat you up. <laughs> no. I got, That's I your really motivation. Know. Well, you know, Colin, what you could do, start off small, like on YouTube. 
No, I just, I, if I can write a novel and the novel's good enough, we'll, you know, take it from there. But it's all, like, you know, it all just goes back to the novel. Just write a novel. I would, maybe, maybe well, you could, like, get people to do to, an audio, to publish. like, an audio drama version of it and put it on YouTube. I, I don't, I mean, I no, I'd just rather write it. That sounds harder, more work. I don't know. Well, it's it's much easier to publish now than it used to be because you can do it on your own. Right. Yeah. yeah. It really is. It's just as simple as like just put in the time and get it done. And I'm not doing yeah. that. But. You know, I used to just improv most of the time, and now with that Toy War project, ninety percent of it is well, not ninety, but okay. Let's say maybe eighty percent of it. Some of it's like a bit of improv because either I wrote the script in a specific way, but then. I kind of semi-forgot a specific way of how I wanted to shoot, so I had to change it up a bit, or maybe I had to fix something that doesn't make any sense. So some of it's kind of just improv, which, to be honest, that's not a bad way to create something either. Yeah, I think that's how Stephen King writes. He's a pantser. Mm-hmm. Um, can pantser? be kind of different. A pantser, yeah. It's like a someone who who writes by the what's the expression? The seat of their pants. Yeah. Oh. And then Dean Koontz is a plotter. He's a very meticulous plotter. Um, cool. It's it's generally easier to be a plotter because that way you can make sure you tie up loopholes or, you know, like yeah. loop, uh, plot holes and stuff like that. And you have it all planned out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Stephen King is... Oh my gosh. All right. I know. I have an hour before I... I have an hour left before I have to... Before was, my pumpkin... My, my my coach turns into a pumpkin and I lose my glasses because <laughs> I have to take I was, I'm actually <laughs> glad to hear that Stephen King is a pouncer because I'm, I'm, did, I didn't know that. You but it's great know to know he didn't plan out the kids and it having an orgy in the sewers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to go somewhere. Uh, yeah. I knew you were going to go somewhere with that. Um, I was going to go back to the televisions of this Yeah, year. I was wondering was if just... we were going to start talking um, about My the, favorite show uh, ever. Well, besides Cowboy Bebop, my favorite comedy ever, second favorite show ever, after Cowboy yes. Bebop. Arrested Development! Oh. <laughs> That's Jason Bateman? Is he in that? Yeah, he's the lead. Right. Have any of you guys watched it? I haven't seen it. No, I never watched it. Oh, man. Wow, it was on for a long time. No, it was on three seasons, and then it stopped, and then they brought it back on Netflix like 10 oh. years later for two more seasons. Oh, and the okay. Netflix seasons are not nearly as good. It almost really almost tainted it, the legacy. <clears throat> the first three seasons that aired on Fox in like three, four, er, oh, three, oh, four, oh, five, those are like the pinnacle and the gold standard of comedy on television. That's, I'll fight anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's very popular. I, I, I just never watched it because it's like comedy and it's the gold um, standard, though. It, it is the best, and I've watched I watched every comedy show. I mean, maybe not every, but I, comedy TV is like my. I'm not good at that. I'm not good at anything. That's what I do. That's why I, have, I don't write books because I'm watching comedy shows. So I know about comedy shows and Arrested Development is the gold standard. At least the three first three seasons, and it's really just so funny. And the best thing is that it's a. Oh, really kind of feel good. It's really kind of light and sunny and happy music and kind of fast flowing 
um, lots of different locations in LA and it that kind of gives it a sense too along with really clever writing and non-stop pace of jokes um, just that it's a real happy show but it's so funny I, I don't want to say the characters are so just it's a bunch of spoiled rich people that basically is the, the plot the, the blues they're a family Jason Bateman's kind of the only sane one the rest are all spoiled rich people and it's oh, just okay. the writing is really really good um there's it's just so funny it's one of those they're like how do they come up with these jokes like it's awesome does it have a a, a sitcom feel or no. like is it filmed in front of an audience no, or something? no laugh track i mean oh, okay there's too many jokes for there there's no time for a laugh track <laughs> it's just joke after joke and it's so funny and i mean david cross as tobias all-time great performance uh will arnett as Job really lost his career uh will arnett now he's everywhere now but this was the show that made him he's probably the funniest dude on the show it's either him and david cross are really but everyone's funny and i mean i could like this is probably the most quoted show between me and my friends there's so many quotable moments on this show yeah it's all time all after cowboy bebop i mean it's my all-time favorite comedy so i have to give it a shout out gotta give it props rest okay of i didn't realize it was that old too uh, someone said Mythbusters. Oh, I Mythbusters. That was a fun show. Um, didn't you say there was something that started this year, Arturo? You mentioned oh, it Teen before. Titans. The... No, there was another one. It was some big show. Crap. That's so Riven. No, <laughs> no. I thought <laughs> Wait, it was did like it start a... that? Did it start this year? It did. Yeah. I don't know if it did or not. All right, I'm gonna scroll through the show. And I was see gonna it. say Teen Titans. Uh, it started this year, and I remember. Yeah, I remember that was a. You, you know, it's funny. So back then, I wasn't really all into it, but oh, Full Metal oh, Alchemist, Arturo. Oh yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. Full Metal Alchemist. That's Star one of Wars, my favorite Clone, Clone Wars. Shoot. Oh, the animated... Jimmy Kimmel started two thousand three. His show, his his mm -hmm. late night show. I started Real Time with Bill Maher. That's the one, Bill Maher. That's oh, the wow. one. I actually got to that's see him. One live. he mentioned. Who, Bill Maher? Live with my dad. My dad visited me in LA when I was living there. And we went and saw Bill. It was free. You know, we, so we went and saw Bill Maher. I still watch him sometimes. Do you I remember mean, who, the guests that were on? And you were there? It was nobody I knew. Oh, okay. Um, a challenge showdown. So. I, just, I like Bill Maher. He can be a little smug about stuff. But ultimately, I like him. I agree with him on more often than not. And he's pretty yeah. funny. Um, you know, I don't agree with them on everything. It is, you know, stuff when stuff gets political, it's like I want to get involved in the argument, and then I, afterwards I realize I'm I'd rather just not get involved at all. It's all it's like yeah. when yeah. I'm watching people talk and I can't talk, I'm like, I would say this, and then yeah, later, right. like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's probably better to just ignore politics and watch comedy, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah. It's, in a lot of ways. Oh, True Calling started this year, I actually really like that show. Sonic X started this year. Ellen DeGeneres. Um, <laughs> Rugrats All Grown Up. My Gym Partner's a Monkey. I remember that. But you know, the one show that I was so obsessed with for pretty much most, yes, Kolioko. I was so obsessed. Yes, I remember with that show. How, was this when you were a little kid? 
Yes, like this was like used to play the, the song anime before all the, the time. anime like upset. I guess you could <laughs> yeah. say. Like Kolioka was my anime for a while. Until yeah, until I found out anime anime and then you found real anime switched. But I lately I've been looking back at that show, it's like, you know, for an early two thousand show it was actually pretty decent wasn't it a That's french a, uh, it was a french yeah it was a french cartoon the venture Bro- the voice acting was, Girls was funny it was like an adult swim it was kind of a parody on i guess i never saw johnny quest but it it was kind of a parody on i guess action spy whatever but it was it was pretty funny i watched it when it was on a little bit and i kind of forgot about it I was looking for Code Lyoko. Yeah, it's... it's it must be way down list. on the list. Yeah, that was, like, my main thing. Like, from, I think, the, that year, it started to all the way until 2007. And that's when I, like... Oh, and yes, yeah, Chappelle Show was really... Have you ever watched Chappelle Show, since? That's 2003, right? This yeah. year? Yes, I thought I saw it in the list. No, I ha- Wait, that's the one where he does these little comedy skits? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen. Well, I haven't. I didn't watch it. Watch pieces. it, but I've yeah. seen pieces, like bits and pieces of it. Like my my brothers would send me stuff, like the one where he was like a, a white supremacist. Yeah, a blind white supremacist. Wait, wait, I, is that the? So, oh, like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that can yeah, be it's in. a really funny <laughs> show. I didn't watch it when it was on because it felt like, like I couldn't relate at all to like, you know, like racial humor. I was just like, mm. I didn't really. No, I felt like black experience. Yeah, yeah, I felt like I couldn't relate, and I didn't want to try to force it or be like, I get it, you guys, because it was popular. So I just I didn't really watch it. But then when I finally got into it, like later on, it, it's really fun. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah, he played. He did. He played. I just James remember that one thing that you guys showed about yeah, him being blind and being a white supremacist. Yeah, it was. Blind. I was that one was funny. What is the man? Was it? What do the five fingers say to the face? Slap. Punk started started in 2003. Wait, what did? Punked. <laughs> That's the oh, one where yeah. they played the joke on people like um, Ashton Kutcher. Ek- Ashton Kutcher? <laughs> Whatever his name is. That's the one where he played uh, Archer, did you see the one where they played a joke on um, a Hugh Jackman? Yeah, is that uh, the, director the, director of That's about. the show, Punked, yeah. Uh, have have you heard of Full Metal Panic? I have heard of Full Metal Panic, but I never an, have seen yeah, it. It's an anime. I haven't seen it myself. I was kind of interested to watch it, but that, that started this year. Oh, mm. You pointed out also that Wolf's Reign had started. Yeah, we're getting into oh, anime territory. Yeah, Wolf's Reign. I I would really like to see that movie. Or not movie, uh, it's show. A show. I started watching it because Crispin. Yeah, Crispin Freeman. But I never got into oh Dog the Bounty Hunter started in 2003. Oh, Scrap Princess started this year. That's the only that's like okay, that and Full Metal Alchemist were the only animes that I got my granddad to watch from beginning to end. Oh gosh, that's right. He did watch that. He watched Scrap Princess and he watched Full Metal Alchemist. Stuff he endures to make you happy. But he enjoyed those I saw a show that I just saw a show I actually really liked when it aired, and me and my friends used to smoke weed and watch this. We were all we all loved Jackass teenagers. We watched the movies, 
and uh, Wild Boys was maybe even better than Jackass. It was the same type of thing? Well, it was two of the dudes from Jackass, Chris Pontius and Steve-O, and they went around the world and interacted with animals. And oh, Lord. It was oh, gosh. really funny and just fun to see what they'd get up to. And in a way, it was, you know, living vicariously through these two, like, crazy party animals going around the world, having fun, checking out animals. There's something really fun about that show, that Wild Boys, that in some ways it was more fun to watch than Jackass. I remember me and my friends, we, we, you know, it was like a ritual, get high and watch Jackass and Wild Boys. <laughs> and uh, it was fond memories. And, like, when I was rewatching the, the Jackass Forever movie, it reminded me of Wild Boys. And I was like, man, that was cool back in Wild Boys. And so I just saw that. It was, Yeah, it was fun. I mean, it's like... They messed with all sorts of animals. And they never, like, messed with them, like, hurt them, I don't think. Maybe. Did the animals hurt them? Yeah, I think probably. Yeah. That's kind of what uh, I feel like they have it. Oh, yeah. Um, that, yes. Uh, what? That's so Raven did start this year. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Scare Tactics also That started. was actually a pretty funny, uh, that was a pretty funny show. That's so Raven. I actually do quote that line of hers because i Wait, like what? it which I'll one snap. <laughs> oh, snap. oh yeah oh, oh, that's snap. not her snap. line that's just if it's her I line i didn't that... know that was her line i thought i thought that was something cool. that started on the show it you know, that was the one show i actually <laughs> thought left more of an impact than anything you know that's maybe they did start on that show and i just never knew that i was like everyone's that was the first time snap. i ever heard it yeah old yeah. snap she's the old snap so I she thought it was something like, that um, her character came up with. Like, she would, what, have visions of the future? Yeah, she, she was, psych like, psychic or something. She was funny. <laughs> yeah, the little bit I saw of it was funny. Uh, I have yeah. never heard so, of it. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, so everyone's, everyone's got that TV show that's been cancelled, and they're pissed it was cancelled. Mm -hmm. For me, it's one that came out in 2003. It's called Carnival. It was an I HBO show. That. I remember starring. Yeah, it was really good. It stars Nick Stahl, Matthew mm -hmm. Bryan. They're the two main characters, but it's also got people like Adrian Barbeau and. Your icon is uh, from your favorite. I just now got it. It's from Carnival. Your favorite no, show. No, that's, that's from that's. I know from it's from Carnival. That's from. No, but yeah, it's a uh, set in the Dust Bowl. It's about it's a sort of supernatural mystery. Is it like a, a carnival? Yeah, and a carnival is it like freak show people. Yeah, it was it was I planned out as like uh, three sort of books, three chapters, each having two uh, seasons. But it was cancelled after the first one, so the first oh. season is sort of very slow and very. Uh, it's just kind of slow, but uh, it's very intriguing. And the second season is just like it runs at a cheetah's pace, but it's really, really good. So it only and lasted two seasons. Two yeah, seasons. Yeah. Resolution, damn. Hmm. It, it did have a resolution of sorts, but yeah. Did on a cliffhanger. Uh, sort of, yeah. No, not so much. I wouldn't call it a cliffhanger. It ended where there's where it's open for more story, but there was a conclusion to it. Mm. So it's at least semi-satisfying. Oh, I remember seeing but that. But it's, 
Yeah. It's basically about uh, the second coming. It's kind of like the second coming of Christ and the Antichrist. Battling it out. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't, that... never really knew what the premise was. It just looked like something that was kind of odd. Didn't yeah. that show with the girl that travels back in time after the person has died and they touch her? Yeah, I mentioned it already. True. Oh, color. you did? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I might have that to was... watch Mighty Boosh. Matt Berry, I'm just reading about it here. And Matt Berry's a regular supporter. Matt Berry's so funny. Might have to check it out. That's one I've I've overlooked a probably a decent amount of UK comedy. So and I say as a big comedy fan, I I should check it out. I prefer Peep Show, which also started this year. Peep Show. That yeah, oh. someone did you see that wasn't one of the shows you showed me the, the other time? That, it like, was, yeah. It was? Okay. Mm-hmm. You didn't like I, it. I didn't like it because it made me sad. Oh. You didn't like the characters. <laughs> yeah. The characters yeah. bummed me out. Yeah. Why? And I, to be fair, I mean, it, it happens a lot. Like, my favorite show ever, one of my all-time favorite shows, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, I didn't like them at first. It took me a while. But sometimes something will make you keep watching. I was going to ask if you liked Always Sunny. Oh, I love it. Based on the way you were talking about Arrested Development, it made me think oh, that yeah. maybe you'd like... It's yeah. a top five. Top five, yeah. Yeah, the characters in British comedy are always pretty pathetic. There's... Uh... Stephen Fry actually said the difference between American comedy mm-hmm. and uh, British comedy is that the British like to be the fight humor and being set upon. You know, if there's that scene in Animal House where John Belushi grabs the guitar mm-hmm. and smashes it against the wall, well, that's the American comic. Whereas the British comic wants to be the guy holding the guitar. You mean playing you know? the guitar? I don't get it. Have you seen that scene in Animal House? I know what you're talking about. I don't really remember. Yeah. I think you mentioned this before. He, John he Belushi takes the guitar. What is grabs he doing? The guitar. Somebody's playing a guitar in a party. And, somebody, and, and John Belushi guitar. grabs the guitar and oh, smashes it against from the wall. Him. And hands it back to him. That's right. You, yeah, the British yeah. comic. Well, the American comic want to play John Belushi. Whereas the British comic wants to be the guy playing the guitar. Gotcha. The guitar player. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, there's definitely... So weird how similar but different the two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Penn and Teller bullshit started in 2003. Oh, did cool. it really? I like them. I've seen an episode or two of that. Just a couple. I didn't watch a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see that. Okay, it lasted for like seven seasons. Mm-hmm. Now, how would we rate this year? I don't feel like I'd rate it as high as I did some of the earlier years of 2000. I mean, don't get me wrong. This had pretty good films that came out, including shows, too. But I didn't feel like, uh, for me, I didn't feel like um, there were more shows than I could talk about, like I did in one of the other years. What what was it? 2001? 2002 and 1. Yeah. So I don't feel that way about 2003. Yeah, I love shows from the U.K., um, I, I subscribe to Acorn TV and also Topic, and they specialize in shows either from Australia or the UK or, or Scotland or Ireland, um, other, other countries in Europe. I just feel like the acting in a lot of them is so much better than the acting here. 
Plus, I guess the premise I like a little bit more. A lot of them are about mysteries and things like that, which I, I enjoy. Yeah, um, overall, this year, and including TV, I never included TV before, and that's hard because Arrested Development's like one month. And it feels weird because I'm almost like, man, when am I ever going to give a year like a three or a four? That, that'd be for like the 50s and the 60s. These just yeah. <laughs> like high scores, but then it's like, yeah, but if I graded like 1942, that probably, you know, maybe not, maybe that's specific. But, you know, in general, some year from the 40s is like a three compared to all these years you know the scale of cinema i think the 2000s had a lot were above average you know even more so than the 2010s so to me i felt like the 2010s were average and the 2000s was actually still it was still going strong but slowly creeping up to the average uh point kind of near the average ish yeah of the way films are now. Yeah. I'm torn between I'm, a seven or an eight. I, I think I give an eight to everything. But when I'm thinking of like, I don't kill Bill, Matrix Reloaded, Pirates, Return of the King, Ongbok. Um, eh, yeah, Maybe seven is as low as I could go. Or 7.5. You could compromise. No, no, no. I might go with the seven. <laughs> I'll go with the seven. What were you going to say? Something? It would be a four star out of five. Yeah, that's, just, that's still solid. We can't forget Compared to the years directly around it, it seems lower. Like oh two, oh one, oh four, oh five. Yeah. Compared to the decades around it, it's like higher. like I think two thousand two had a little bit more, more uh, of a stretch than this one. But then again, this one had some pretty decent films like Underworld. And I have to say, I I wanted to love Underworld. It's the type of movie I feel like I would love, like almost like Ultraviolet, where like in another world I could be watching that in slow motion. Oh, it's so much better than Ultraviolet. I know, and I, it, I can't like justify why I love Ultraviolet and not <laughs> Underworld, because in a lot of ways they're similar, maybe in certain way the very stylistic action mm -hmm. movies with a female lead. Um, but some and honestly, it's something about that blue-black overlay that it's not just Underworld. It's most movies that have too much of a color scheme. It kind of takes me out of the realism. Like it reminds me it's a movie, which maybe can work for something more. Audio. I like the color palette of, of Underworld a lot. That really appeals to me. It's just like a personal taste. I think what really, yeah. I think what really gets me though. You know, and maybe it's not the color scheme. I think it's the CG. Yeah, I'm really critical of CG. And well, I would like it a lot more. If, if, that was, you know, it would be cool is if they could go back and maybe fix some of the CG issues. Because yeah. that was almost 20 years ago. You know, certainly mm -hmm. CGI has evolved. It's so much better now than it was. I wish they'd go back and fix Brotherhood of the Wolf. Real prosthetics. You know, it's it, like they made that in the 80s. No, not yeah. in the 80s. But, you know, I, Hannah, just CG, it's like they got lazy with it. And it's, I want them They to did know. in a lot of ways. You get that's very true. bored, you start staring at windows. Yeah, they. that's true. They depend on it sometimes too much. I think we interrupted Simon a while back. What were, what were you going to say, Simon? I was just going to say the, uh, I think the decline of uh, entertainment in the 2000s is really down to the internet. Mm. Two reasons. First of all, it split people's attention. 
yeah. and the second data collection. Mm -hmm. yeah. So people were the producers were trying to get the numbers back up to the what they were in the nineties, and they did that by looking at the data. So that's yeah. why you got these very sort of average movies that tried well, to appeal to everyone. Average, yes. That's a good point. The internet right. changed everything. Yeah, it has. It really Not has. Worst way. Not always. Some ways, much cooler. It's, it's almost like we, and, and it's almost like we have too many options to choose from. Oh, yeah. We don't know mm -hmm. where to begin. That's honestly how I feel when Paralysis I'm trying to choice. decide. What's that? Paralysis of choice. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I really do. Sometimes I just I'm like, oh, yeah. well, I want to see something, but what do I want to see? And which platform do I want to see it on? Because there's all these different places you can go. And even if it's it's a, if it's not even a paid place, there's so many free choices that you can do. It's like there's just it's yeah. an overabundance. And yeah, uh, yeah me, make it difficult. I want to like take a year off from the internet. <laughs> like if I didn't have to use it for my work, because it's just I'm, I miss looking forward to getting to see something. That I wanted to see instead of 24 7 what do you want to see it's there you know it is that like it's yeah. overload like it yeah. was I like the 90s yeah, yeah. nostalgia I know too much I think we're, it is too much we're just we're just apes that talk like there's nothing in our biology that's prepared us for everything everyone knows on hand all the time we're, we're not our brains aren't supposed to have this in our daily life like biologically it's totally fucked up psychologically so let me take a break from the internet if i can yeah I, I depend on the internet i know we all do for my job obviously I am the I internet. Mean, yeah <laughs> but i also like the convenience of being able to easily keep in touch with people that to me that's one yeah. of the biggest factors this is one of the big reasons why there's while i have stepped it. back from some of the social media like i'm not really super active on my personal account on facebook not very active there like i used to be i think after i think what happened was well when dora died i got really sad about that and then i just kind of lost interest in interacting with idiots online and so <laughs> just kind of stepped oh, yeah. back and i would only like post like i feel like something. you would find more idiots on twitter <laughs> There are a lot of idiots on Twitter, but I I uh, am a little more active on Twitter because of like different movie people that I follow and D's on there, you know, and I'm on Instagram. But I do prefer, obviously, I prefer YouTube the most. Oh, Mark yeah. Hamill. I'm very jealous. What? Yeah, Mark, Mark Hamill. Cool. Like, I'm very, oh. very jealous. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was a complete shock, you guys. I've had Robert Patrick like two of my things, and I really, that was like, oh, that's, I like that, Robert Patrick. And he then Mark, the Mark Hamill one was yeah. like, whoa, I, I knew he'd been tagged. I knew Mike Flanagan had tagged him in his post, but I never thought that he would like read the comments on there awesome. and respond in any way and I, and I just went there and looked at my notifications Mark Hamill liked your whatever I'm like <laughs> Arturo real. was in the room with me and I just started laughing out loud <laughs> yeah. it's like what what <laughs> so I thought that was kind of he seems really cool too sometimes he's an idiot Colin but I Is still he? like him I have a soft spot for him I think no, it's because I mean, you know really Joker good. and Luke Skywalker. Did, from, yeah, Luke Joker. He's yeah. really he's a really good voice actor. He's a, too. he's so talented with voice acting. I mean, yeah, very talented. You he can his range is amazing. Yeah, he's a better voice actor than he is an actor actor. 
I believe even it. though voice actors are still acting, but it's something I think there's something about the freedom that comes from not being in front of a camera, but behind a microphone. And you have to get really like if you want to be really convincing, you get very physical in your work as a voice actor. And he seems to just really let go. Yeah. When he does voice acting work is and it is really good. Yeah. He also has the best death saying so never committed to film. That's which one? Yeah. It's from a movie called The Giver, which is based on anime. I'll post it in the Discord. Well, I never oh, heard of is that. that. Wait, wait, is that the live action version of an anime, I think? Yeah. Yeah, I heard oh, about wow. that. Oh, wow, what year? What year? Like the 90s. Oh, God. I, I remember they just... What, like, before, Giver. after Star Wars and... 91. Okay. Must have been an anime from the 80s. So, was uh, it a it was, movie? Yeah. A movie or a show? It was a movie. It was like an adaptation of the anime. Now, when you say best yeah. death scene, are you being facetious? I am, yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Funniest death scene. <laughs> okay. I had a feeling. Mark Hamill actually was in one anime. As a voice actor? Yeah. What, what and anime? And I actually didn't even know it was him. <laughs> See, I'm he telling did. you, I listened to World War Z, and he was a character voice in World War Z, and I did not know that was him. It I was, was an original Tanami anime back in 2005, IGPX. Oh, I remember. That's the one about the, the robot. Like, they're riding on these robots. People. It's like a yeah. racing thing. Yeah, and yeah. He, played, he played this one of these, like, tough guys, but yeah, I didn't even know it was him. And now when I like listen like real close, it's like okay, I can, can tell hear... what he's doing. But still, the first time I didn't even know that was him. I remember him telling the story of when he was, I think he was on his way to audition as Joker or on his way back. Oh, yeah. How I did I laugh? To... He's like, how did I laugh? Well, he was he, he was, was talking about how he's driving in traffic yeah. in L.A. and he's like like going through his laugh his joker laugh and trying to perfect the sound and everything while he's driving <laughs> and he says something about how like he just can't imagine the people in the traffic around him maybe looking at him wondering what the hell was wrong with him like, yeah. Yeah, he, it was funny. practicing your joker laugh, yeah. joker laugh. <laughs> oh my gosh Batsy. Yeah, he, he was yeah, like one Joker laugh would be weird, but three different ones back would be on set, like back to back. Like, <laughs> but you know, he even played, uh, he played two characters in Justice League, you know, Joker, and then he played, uh, what was that? What's that one character? He's like, I guess you could say he, he, he would ha have like that sort of shape, like the hawk, his, his, uh, skin's all like gray i forgot what his i forgot what the character's called i think he's a batman villain a croc yeah croc he did croc oh he did, he did joker and he did croc yeah in justice league and he didn't do croc in the batman animated series i'm but he did him in not the justice sure league. he might i'm not to be honest i'm not sure i just know in justice league he did he did those characters i mean obviously joker but this i didn't movie... know he was croc I'm totally changing the subject, but I wanted to mention it to you before I forgot, Arturo. This seems like a movie you'd probably like. The Big Red one. It's a war movie. The Big Red. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think you'd probably... It's it's a 1980 film, but it looks like something you would probably enjoy. Seems, yeah. I've heard about that. 
that I guess it's like an infantry division. Something like that. They were under patent for a bit. Now, any suggestions for 2004? Uh, I just pulled up. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ten seconds ago, I was like, hey, <laughs> some movies. So, I'm, uh, yeah, I know I have at least one or two. Because I feel like there's a oh, lot Oh, of- wow. There's so many. Collateral, Wait, I, I definitely want to watch. You know, Monster shows up in 2003, but it's also showing up in 2004 again. They do that. That's frustrating. Wait, they also show Girl with a Pearl Earring, but that's also a 2003. That gets so confusing. Dang, damn it. I'm looking for films of 2004. Do you guys have any suggestions? I think I got to go Kung Fu Hustle. Except I don't know if that's, you know, easy to watch. Maybe I should find different one. Arturo might have been Solomon Grundy. Solomon Grundy's not Croc. Okay. So changing change the subject. I think yeah, it might all be right. Yeah. Yeah. I, you're right. You're right. Um yeah. Whoa, the big really? red one. Oh yeah, he got in a car wreck, which is why yeah. So it oh, was between, in that movie? Yeah, that's 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 what he was saying earlier. <clears throat> I had the comment up. I remember he got in a movie between uh, Star Wars, the first Star Wars movie, A New Hope, and Empire Strikes Back. He got in a really bad car wreck, got all scarred up on his face. And that's why they wrote that scene in the Empire Strikes Back. Wait, which which part in the movie? In the Empire Strikes Back at the very beginning when he's attacked by that that creature, oh. Wampa, and he he gets scratched on the face. Well, that's how they were able to incorporate his real-life scars. He denies wow. that, though. He denies that? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Apparently, it was written bef- no, apparently it was written before. Before, okay. Maybe that's an the, urban uh, legend then. Yeah. Well, it worked out well. So. In the end, um, it's a win-win. Okay, uh, Collateral. Collateral. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Collateral. For sure. That's a good movie. I will not mind rewatching that film. Because it's got it's got ready, steady, go. Dun, no, da, because da, 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 da. it's a really, really good yeah, movie. Yeah, no, no. I, yeah, I do. It looks, from what I've seen, it looks really good. It is extremely oh, good. It's that got, used to be my favorite Tom Cruise film. Downfall? That's the Hitler That's movie, the right? Very famous meme thing that. Oh <laughs> yeah, right. I've heard that. Hitler gets mad at Bunker over something. And there's so many good. I really think Kung Fu Hustle is like, gotta be the top pick for recommend. Um, oh wow! Phantom of the Opera. For me, The Notebook. My one of my favorite movies of all time. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless oh, Mind. The spotless Mind is that that's so that's two thousand four. Yeah. Wow. It is. And that's a real. That's I still haven't seen classic. that. Yeah, there's one movie here. Yeah, that I, oh, it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's a classic. Yeah, it's a classic. I know. I've heard, and I think that one of the reasons I stay away from it is because uh, it's romance based, and so I just. Me too. I watched it once. Really and it's, it's really well done. I have heard. It's, it's not. I think it was more of a sci-fi. 
Yeah, I've heard it's sci-fi, sci-fi as well. Uh, um, I can't watch no. it more than once myself. Yeah. Oh, Shudder? What? Oh, is this a Japanese movie? So I tried to. I'm trying to find Kung Fu Hustle. Have you ever heard of Shudder? I think you might. See, I don't know. If, I think the only way you could watch that is to pay to rent it. Like, no, I mean, I'm oh. trying to find it on the list of 2004. Oh, it's on IMDb. That's not showing oh, it's up a on Thailand movie. That's confusing. Maybe I'm on the wrong um, page. There's one movie here that I watched bits of, but I actually never finished. It's called It's The uh, Passion of the Christ. <laughs> I thought you watched the whole thing of that. No, I only watched bits of it. Like I, like I was watching with uh, your parents. Yeah, I thought never I thought you it. like watched it for like. I never, like no we, the the last part was whenever they were walking them in the street. Oh, okay. To be crucified. Are, are you on IMDb for two thousand four? No, I'm I'm on Wikipedia two thousand four in film, which is like the oh. the where we usually go. Okay. And I was on IMDb. For whatever reason, it's not showing up. Let me do a search. 2004 was the year Mel Gibson started hitting the Jews. Yeah, was that the oh, was that the year? That we well, that's when he did Patch of the Christ. And... No, it's oh. the year that about it. <laughs> now it's showing it's showing up as 2004 when I do an internet search. Okay, I think Kung Fu Hustle. It's one of the best. It's so it's just so memorable. It's really funny and really cool action. Oh, is it's this really another cool. Denzel Washington, the Manchurian yeah. Candidate? Manchurian Candidate, Manchurian. yeah. And also, Man on Fire. Well, wow, he had two movies that year. Yeah, Man on Fire is better. And then the year after that, I think 2005 oh. was Deja Vu, which is my very favorite Denzel. The Alamo. And there's a lot of films for the this Alamo. year. The Alamo. You know, I haven't even seen that all the way. The Punisher. Spider-Man yeah. 2. And have you ever wow. seen The Aviator? I have not. Yeah. You have any desire to see it? No, that's why I never saw it. <laughs> but I heard it's good. But it just, just the, the whole the subject matter of him and his his torture. Oh my gosh, there is life, a whole you know, really about that. Oh, I thought it's it was. Like, no, Howard Hughes is one of the most interesting humans, and his first, the whole early part of his life was fucking awesome, and then. And an older man, he got hooked on painkillers and became a weird recluse. He was also OCD. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but not, and it's not like a big deal, though. I thought that was like a big uh, part of the was. Yeah, actually, they did play it up, but it's more just like, he was eccentric, you know, but he, he was so awesome. And the movie touches on some of the weirdness that happens later. Like, there's glimpses of it, maybe 10, 15 minutes of the two and a half hour movie but it's mm-hmm. really about what an epically crazy awesome life howard hughes lived um and that's why i think that movie is so cool i um, know that it, it i think didn't he did he win an award for that i don't think so was he nominated i thought he at least he was nominated i remember he made waves for his appearance part of the reason also i stayed away is because leo dicaprio just doesn't do a whole lot for me as an actor Plus, the subject matter seemed quite depressing to me, so I just oh, I don't I think stayed it's away. I always, but I heard, think, it, heard it was really good. I no, always it's not depressing at all. It's mm-hmm. exciting and fun. I mean, he's he's making movies, he's flying planes, he's living the high life, and then 
you know, some people are probably more affected by like his ascent, his OCD shit. You know, maybe it got talked up more that it was sad, and there's glimpses. I've seen of- documentaries about him, and it was pretty bad. Yeah, but that all started in like his later fifties, sixties, seventies. Like in his twenties, thirties, forties, he was the man. Like he ran Hollywood. He made the biggest movies. He test mm. he test flew uh, fighter jets, like airplanes. He had he was like living large. He was like, we're gonna make this movie full of planes, and I'm taking the camera up with me. And I'm getting all these shots, and he was dating all the most beautiful women. Yeah, the richest dude. What happened was he crashed. He had a number of crashes. One was really bad. He should have died. He really fucked himself up. They, they, it, it's in the movie. And then he gets hooked on painkillers. And then because he was so rich and eccentric, and he got hooked almost like he needed the drugs because he had so much pain from this crash. That led to him becoming a weird recluse in his like late 50s 60s 70s and that's so he's almost known for some people only know that he was a creepy recluse in his old days mm-hmm. but he was also and also at that point he was the richest man in the country one of the richest men of all time like he would sit up in his hotel and watch abc and he, he didn't like the commercials so he was like i'm gonna buy abc and make them play <laughs> what i want and they're like howard you can't he's like yes i can i can afford it like how you can't just buy abc and like he was that rich and like didn't give a fuck about the rules and like when he was younger he did whatever he wanted and it was just make big movies date beautiful women fly planes and he was the man didn't he work on um that movie the movie with john wayne um that they filmed in a place where they had done nuclear testing and a lot of the people that worked on it ended up getting sick and dying from, I was in you know, eventually George, from, I'm not familiar with that. Was, I don't the name of it. was that the it wasn't the Genghis Khan movie, was it? I don't think I think John Wayne was like 40s and 50s. Yeah, but he was also in the 60s and 70s. I mean, John Wayne was all the way up into the I mean, 70s. Hughes was kind of out of the movie business by probably 40s and 50s. He was maybe just a producer. He wasn't working on set. By okay. Then. Well, I, I heard. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure if he directed it or was somehow involved with it. I thought it is pretty. He, he owned a movie studio, so his name got slapped down as producer a lot. Okay. But I, don't think was really- I heard he felt really guilty about his involvement in that movie because it made people so sick. Because where they were filming, they didn't realize how dangerous it was. Probably, mm-hmm. but also it was in St. George, Utah. It was called The Conqueror, the directed Conqueror. by Dick Powell. And produced by Howard Hughes. Was that the one about Genghis Khan? Uh-huh. Okay. Honestly, right. I know enough about Howard that if he said, I don't think he cared. I don't think he was a sociopath, but he was maybe borderline. Really? I don't think he would care that much. I'm probably maybe speaking out of turn. But from, from what I know, he was like, he forgot about people like in his older life, like he, he just was super in his own world. And I feel well, like that yeah, might've been his OCD. Yeah. I don't know if he was so cold blooded as to not give a fuck, but it, it, hearing that, like he felt bad. I'm like, he probably just said he felt bad. I don't, I don't think he felt bad. He was too busy doing his own shit. That's <laughs> what I understand of his character. I'm not saying he was an admirable character, but he had a one of a kind life. He had, yeah. Really- one of the most interesting, exciting lives any human said, like, that I've read about. That's why I think that movie is so interesting. 
So that was, yeah, that was 2004. Um, I kept this up here, The Butterfly Effect. I actually watched that film and enjoyed it. It's different. It's not the best movie ever, but I thought it was pretty good. There is actually a lot of movies I will have to watch for this year. You're behind on 2004? Some of it. Some of it, but it... Goodness. Have you seen Hotel Rwanda? I oh, have yeah. not, but I, I we have the DVD here somewhere. That looked also depressing, which is yep. why I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> it is, but it's also a thriller ride. Oh, I am looking forward really? to discussing about... Make your palm sweat. Yeah. What's that? Make your, yeah. your palm sweat. Oh, okay. You said it so fast I didn't hear you. I, I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, I had always heard it was OCD. I don't think Asperger's exists. I think that's just something... People made up. I don't think autism. Yeah, maybe autism exists, but not as much as. I think those are just catch-all general terms because humans are complicated and essentially people want answers. And a lot of the time, doctors don't really have the answer, but no one wants that, so they're like, "Okay, it's uh, this is what it is." When really, it's like, "Yeah, I don't know. It's a little more complex than that." I don't think. Maybe autism in general is a thing, but Asperger's isn't. That's just people talking too much <laughs> that's, that's all it is. I don't, no howard hughes had ocd one thing was his mom was a uh, really his mom was paranoid about germs and so she raised him like there's germs everywhere you gotta wash and be careful mm-hmm. and so as a kid he kind of developed like ocd quirks like i wash my hands and just little wit- shit like that because his mom was crazy so it, that's what it was um and yeah, he was kind of weirdly, like, he wasn't like a charming, he was always kind of in his own world, from what I understand. Like, not that he was awkward socially, like, he was kind of a cool dude, but he was more like, he didn't really care about people that much. He was all about doing his own thing. You know? That's yeah. from what I gather. I read a few biographies on him. I was really interested in him. Um, but yeah, now Asperger's isn't real. If a doctor says that, it's just because he'll probably get fired if he tries to argue that it's not real. I mean, there's this whole kind of like, there's academia on every level that you can't disagree with and for professional risk. Yeah, there's cer- there are certainly some things I don't, I don't know how much I really believe, but then I don't invest a whole lot of time to learn more about it. Um, right. Well, like uh, ADHD is not real. That is not real. That's bullshit. Like that offends me. Like autism, generally, maybe, like, I don't know. Like, it almost, I don't know, like, when you, like, the dyslexia, Arturo has a problem reading. Some, a lot of people have that. And it, it's almost like. It's not, but it's not just, well, it's not well, about just reading. Sometimes I think, yeah. well, dyslexia Some, is also connected to, well, apparently they say it's connected to ADHD or. Well, the, the or symptoms are like very that. similar. Because I, I tend to get very too like distracted sometimes depends where my mind is but i don't know if that's just that or just your my mind just being my mind i don't know i know why it's connected to being very distracted and you can't really focus that's not a problem i don't think that's any kind of disorder or problem i mean that's really that is beneficial and throughout most of nature and human existence like you want to have an adaptability to the world around you that's generally we don't live inside sterile environments throughout you know all of our history we're outside living outside 
no one's ever been able to read like the history of humanity everyone was illiterate everywhere always even a hundred years ago in america a lot of fucking people are illiterate even today worldwide a lot of people are illiterate so the idea that oh you can't read good something's wrong with you it's like fuck no like we're monkeys of the talk dude like the printing press didn't come around until a few hundred years ago. Before then, it was so fucking hard to write a book by hand. Not reading is new, in a sense, like for widespread for humanity, for humankind. Yeah. Colin, have you but ever this- considered going on Joe Rogan? Because he'd fucking love you. <laughs> I know. I know. But dyslexia, it's about a lot of people think, oh, it just means a person can't read, or that, or they, or they switch it's the more, letter, or they I read think backwards. It's, it's- it's a, it's a lot more than that. Yeah, it's something it's about more, the way. Because to be honest, person, like I, I'm actually pretty slow to respond to something. Like if you told me, like Colin, if you told me something real fast, yeah. it will take me seconds to process what you just told me. Sometimes one of my managers will say something real fast, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> because he said it so fast, I didn't know what that. Like I, I have to process what. He meant by that sort of deal. Are there different know. types of dyslexia? Well, dyslexia is kind of like they have like these different subsets. They have people. So, so for some people, it's not just based on uh, text issues. Some for some people, it's based on math and also writing, and also direction. I direction. I have a friend with a daughter who has dyslexia, and her thing is that she has trouble with abstract terms. Anything she can picture, like. Wonder Woman doll or a lot of them, yeah, yeah, like Wonder Woman doll or Terminator picture or Terminator poster. She can picture that, she can write that, but any abstract terms like I don't know, depression or anything like that is something she has a hard time with. There, the words here or the like, yeah, words that don't have a image. Yeah, Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, we know somebody that that has to do something with uh, clay just to get the point across or something, you know. Yeah, they like mold an image so that they can actually like use their tactile senses in order to, um, if they can get an image of this word in their head, then they can understand it more. It's it's frustrating and fascinating. It's fascinating and it's it's a little yeah. frustrating too because there's so many different like there's well there's Arturo, like isn't there like a severe is there well your, your doctor describes you as a though some people are more severe than others like this one girl she had it so bad like she couldn't even find her way through a school she was like a guest speaker and they had to have someone because they have trouble uh. with the direction arturo has trouble with direction he gets left and right mixed up and not understanding well, distance no and... i get, no i understand the left and right yeah thing, you get man. it you get it mixed up a lot, wait, a lot. I... and if you try to tell them it's in the okay, top okay, left okay. well no, hold on hold on wait, like, wait, no, wait you because... have to go slow if if if, my, if if it's a really like if it's very for example when I'm driving okay if it's really quick quick like my mind is like rushing real fast it's like I okay I do get a little bit like my mind wants to, it gets a little confused because it's rushing real quick but so like I basically the, the brain of a dyslexic is is processing so much stuff to try to filter things out because their brain is like doing all this wonky stuff that's why they have a slower response time about certain things that's why it's harder for them to read it can be harder for them to do math his handwriting is atrocious 
you know, so it's, it's very, it's just like, it's really bad. Wait, is it still? <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Or <laughs> it's Really? Bad. I thought I was, I mean, I'm kind of it's a little better, lazy but it's to, bad. to write, but no, but it's um, still- my friend, my friend, Matt, he's, he's dyslexic. He's got issues, but he can still, I mean, you know, you can still function. It takes time to get used to it. Yeah, it's so Colin, you really should retract that statement that dyslexia doesn't exist. You don't want to get those letters. <laughs> I, I I just want to ask more questions and learn more, but I still I'm not convinced it did, does or does not exist. I mean, in all honesty, Colin, we we just give names to specific things. Yes, that's what I think. It's just so general, and everyone's like, different. I just like more, maybe I wouldn't say that. Dyslexia doesn't exist. I guess I shouldn't say that. That's not what I'm saying. It's that ADHD doesn't exist. It's that there's this um, inference. What you're saying is that naturally neurodiversity is a thing, and it's only considered a problem when it doesn't uh, gel well with our neoliberal society and the demands of it. Basically, pretty much. And it's not necessarily neoliberal. I'm not a big fan of neoliberal society, but it's more, it's just all the yeah, essentially, our society's changed much. Not just the cultural, but like physically, what we're doing is so different that it's really biologically. I just think that, you know, for 100,000 years, however long humans have been around, and basically whatever we were before humans is just like living outside, catching food, like just surviving nature. And that's just basically, and being social, and that's what we're meant to do. And all this new shit has just been thrown at us. And I, so, yeah, I don't see it as a disability or a down or a disorder or a thing because you don't all of a sudden, ev- because everyone doesn't fit into 21st century industrialism. Yeah, yeah. it's. I mean, it's considered, some people don't consider it a disability. They consider it a gift because it enables them to think of things that like maybe the majority of people wouldn't think of or, or they like dyslexics can that's why a lot of people in art and creative fields are dyslexic because like they just have a different level of the way it's not necessarily like a set a disability but when you're living in a text-based world especially the way schools then it can be perceived as a a disability because most teaching occurs through text-based or audio-based and that can be difficult for some dyslexic i always think like man if i could for one day if i could be like in someone else's brain like that does not have dyslexia i would be curious to see how like how things would be like if it would be harder for me or not you know if i had a brain like that but i don't there's been a lot of to be honest a lot of famous people that actually had that and you wouldn't even know it Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, yeah, and I think also the dude who played Orlando Bloom is as well. I thought I heard Jim Carrey is. It's very, very common. Um, But even like historical people, like um, George Washington was dyslexic. Thomas Jefferson, you know, wasn't Patton? Wasn't Patton dyslexic as well? He couldn't write. Was was it his wife that wrote his letters for him or wrote for him? (sighs) I don't know. I mean, I knew he wrote his like letters to I his wife. I thought it was wife. somebody, someone, maybe a president. I can't. But remember. you would be, you would be surprised. Like you would think, man, I wonder how they went through like school back then. Because back then, it was they, probably they even... pretty tough for them back then. <laughs> you I know. Mean, but I wonder see, you now we the term dyslexia. Say what? What are you calling the term dyslexia? Because that's kind of cruel. Right. 
yeah, they have a real hard time reading and big words spelled funny. You talking about just <laughs> the, the word big, itself, dyslexia? The word dyslexia, yeah. yeah. It's a little difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You could say yeah. that. Leave us hospitaliacs alone. A little bit of a tongue twister, it can be. Okay. I got like five minutes before my slippers are going to fall off, y'all. So, Yo. so my, two more my, recommendations. My okay. okay. Highs of Flying Daggers. Yeah. Yeah. It is a gorgeous film. I think we've talked about that before. Yeah, it's based on Romeo and Juliet, and it has a very anime feel to it almost. Based on Romeo and Juliet. Well, like, so there's so, it's a tragic love story. Oh, so <laughs> much is like based oh, on no. Romeo and Juliet. But it's, it's Kung Fu. It, have okay, you ever seen uh, Hero? Uh, no. Where's the Red Lantern? That's the one, I think that's the one we that Colin recommended. That was one yeah. of my favorites. Yeah, it was 2002. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah House of Flying Daggers is a gorgeous film. Oh, yes, yeah. I remember we were talking about that. That was the one I said that I uh, let the owner of the local Chinese borrow it, and they were asking who was in it. And I said, Zi Zhang, and one of the girls was like, slut. <laughs> <laughs> she slut. Yeah, she slut. Yeah, she wasn't <laughs> That's right, that's right. Um, another one is Shaun of the Dead. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, yeah, we've seen that. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I love that movie. I I want to see Hot Fuzz. I haven't seen that one yet. Of the three, it's the only one I have. Just as good, maybe better. I wouldn't mind rewatching Shaun of the Dead. It was that was a fun. There's a thing with him and fences. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well. Yes, yes, it has been fun. Glad you could join us, mm-hmm. Glenn. And I hate to have to cut things off like this, but I have like Kung four Kung minutes Kung before now, I have to do my. But it's also close to four hours. Stuff. And yeah, and our four hours. cut off when it. It might cut us off. Yeah. So, I'm going no. to. But we all. Um, I guess I think I always thought it was. No, uh, uh, I, no. Tiger Dragon was Ang Lee. Hero yeah. and Daggers was Zhang Yimou. Um. Maybe some of the other behind the scene court action choreography. I don't know. Um, but well, I'll probably talk to you guys on Discord and yeah, we'll, we'll keep in touch. One. All right, Kung thanks Fu everybody. Muscle. Look forward to the next one. Yeah. See you guys. Bye, y'all. Have a good one. Talk soon.